Hey guys, welcome back to the Art of Craftsmanship Podcast. My name is Dustin O'Hara, and I'm here with my brother and co-host, Devin. Hello, hello. Hey, Devin. And this week we are joined by a guest that I'm super excited to have with us, Daniel Donnelly from Donnelly Brothers Metalworks. Daniel, how's it going, man? How's it going, guys? I'm doing good. Excited awesome, to be here. Awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. man, we're, we're super excited to have you. We have all sorts of cool things to talk about. But before that, Devin, what do you got for us today? It is my ambition to say in 10 sentences what others say in a whole book. Oh, man. I think that like from what I know from Daniel that probably touches home like you're a man you're a man of quotes it probably (laughs) does because I took it straight off of his Instagram (laughs) (laughs) I was like that sounds so familiar I was like wow that was a good one (laughs) now the fun is like trying to guess who it was (laughs) was it Seneca was it Epictus was it Epicurious there's so Epicurious is uh, Nietzsche Nietzsche. Nietzsche. Oh, it's Nietzsche, of course. <laughs> oh my gosh. You don't even know. You don't even know the struggles of like digging through the internet and books trying to find good quotes. I know a little bit. A little <laughs> yeah, bit Devin knows. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if, if anyone knows, Devin knows. <laughs> I forget because every single podcast, he always has a good one. I got to yeah. try or pull something in the last second. Like, I don't have one dust. I'm going to give me two minutes. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, All right, I got it. <laughs> now, obviously, we'll get into it, but scrolling through your Instagram (laughs) simplicity right trying to limit what you are sharing with people without limiting the information you're giving to them right you've got your your whole year of chopping wood and splitting splitting logs there's a simplicity to it that even though it's a lot of information at the end of it it's it's a nice it's a perfect little project, especially for Instagram. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. It's just something simple that didn't even have a start. It wasn't like something I wanted to do to try and get more attention or seeking anything. It was just something I did, you know? Yeah, that was like such a cool challenge. And I think, you know, going back, like relating it to the quote, you know, like, what can you say? Like simplicity, right? What can you say in 10 words that someone else spends a whole life to say? Yeah. And that just like that simple act is a perfect example of that, of just like this one thing. And like, um, I, you know, on, from, from outside looking in, like, it seemed like it, it really made, I don't know about a difference to you or to other people, but it seemed like it was like picking up some traction and a lot of people were paying attention and you got like, and it like really built, like it was saying something with just this small action and something like, uh, diligence and, and like, uh, you know resilience and just to keep going and doing this thing over and over again and and then and your positivity as well it's like i think that really resounded with people oh a hundred percent being the guy who did it it's kind of funny it's because everyone will see it differently right you're just sitting here thinking of this action you just performed and for some people it was just like this thing that inspired them every day because i was out there every morning rain shine snow did not yeah. matter. There were days where I just got soaked, where it was just like <laughs> soaked, and I had to stop filming because my phone turned off. And I went, oh. I was like, I have to upload this. I was like, what am I gonna do? So I was like, okay, best thought. I'm gonna grab my hat. 
throw it on top of it when I film next time. And, the, and like, that was one of my most successful videos is when my phone and me got soaking wet. And like, so many people loved it. And I was like, guys, that was miserable. I didn't even split a piece of wood that day either. Because it was just so wet. And it was like, yeah. it was like a monsoon. <laughs> You're like, here I am. I'm out here. Sometimes oh, yeah. chopping wood is this. <laughs> exactly. But like nobody even like batted an eye. They're just like, oh yeah, he totally just kept filming through it. I was like, yep, we just keep yeah. going. <laughs> yeah, you never know. <laughs> oh yeah. I think uh, it's, it's funny, Devin. I was also thinking um, when you when you read that quote about like, the so we've been doing i've been doing some reels and some shorts on youtube which i hadn't really done until about a month ago just because deb and i really haven't had much time to get together to film so i was like well let me do a few things let me try some shorts and i'll actually make some new content with shorts not like re reusing stuff and um and they're really doing really well and so deb and i are in this like quandary now it's like should we should we do mo more shorts because that's what like youtube Words. the audience likes you know is that the 10 words that you know you can say something in 10 words that you could say in a lifetime yeah i, don't know. <laughs> I get that struggle though because now that it's over now that the challenge is done and i yeah. don't make daily videos anymore mm. it's like i'm sitting here what do i do now do i continue mm. to try and make daily mm. videos shorter more about my day of what i've done or do i just keep living like i told people right. to do just keep doing the thing and when you have something you want to share share it like today i have yeah. something to share it's just i didn't get the time to edit it because i've been working all day <laughs> right yeah well i guess that I might be a, i'm sure that like is that a relief to be able to be in that situation now oh to have it be over to have to have it be like where you can choose if you are going to upload it today or tomorrow or the next day <sighs> I think it or, is a hundred percent. I think it, yeah. I think we as people share a ton of ourselves now and mm -hmm. we make ourselves be a lot more, how do I explain this? It's kind of like being owned. Like you have the, you, th mm -hmm. you think you have somebody at 100% all the time, right? Like you have mm -hmm. them for 24 hours a day. You don't, you get them right. for whatever amount of time and little bits of life they share with you. So mm. it was so nice to be able to not have to show what I'm wearing, what I'm doing, what, <laughs> how, how I woke up, how I was feeling. Like I used to wake right. up every morning at six and type out a cute little message <laughs> and everyone would like want to know about my day and what I was doing and what I was feeling. But then it just got to a point where I would wake up and I'm like, it's 10 o'clock. I still have to right. upload. But I'm having a bad day. I'm sick. Right. I'm tired. It's raining. I'm like, I don't want to go outside. And, but I was like, but I have to do it. I still got to share it, yeah. even if it's a bad day. And it's yeah. funny. So there are some videos I know I posted, and you're looking, and you're going, man, this is so cool. He's so awesome. And I'm like, I'm just another dude having a morning, sometimes struggling to get out of bed. Sometimes, uh, as David Goggins would say, staring at my shoes for 45 minutes. That was me. Instead of my shoes, it was a tripod and thinking, it's cold out there. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I like being warm in my cozy bed. This sounds nice. There's the advantage in YouTube is it's not as much of an open book it's you're putting out 
cur- curated episodes of something mm-hmm. you hopefully want to share with or teach with. And you're, I mean, you, you definitely have a, a good on-camera personality and a friendly uh, way about you. So I think it would work well. You would just have to get into the the idea of longer form. But I don't even think it's that long of a form now. You can do five, ten-minute videos. I would say, like, at least ten minutes. And then right. just just you're sharing a little bit more. You yeah. don't have to overshare. And then you're also not like, yeah, if it's a bad day, I'm not shooting today. Obviously, Dustin and I can't shoot every day. We shoot when we can and when we feel like we want to. So I've always loved I, that about your channel, too, is you guys just get to kind of – you just – I've always admired how you've gone about this. Instead of this being like you're trying to sell something to someone, you're really not. You're just making what you were going to make already and just filming it. And like, I find that so inspiring. I was, I've always admired that. Yeah. And that's, I know we've like talked about this a bunch of times, but that was the idea of like behind the channel and behind the title of the channel was that it was like art and everything, right? The art is in the craftsmanship. It's in that, it's all the stuff. So if it's like making a wooden, you know, mallet or, you know, going out in the woods and charring an ax handle or restoring something like it's all just the craftsmanship. It's all the, like the action of doing it. And then having like having that title gives us the freedom to do whatever. You know, oh, and that was, that was always fun, you know, cause it's the, I want to, you know, I would like, I like to do lots of different stuff. And I think like, I think, um, it's, it's easy to get pigeonholed, you know, people, they see what they want to see. And like you were saying, you know, people think they know all about you because they you know, follow these little bits, but you know, like, yeah, I, I like knife making and I like axes and I like tool restoration, but I also like to, you know, like, sew, you know, canvas bags and I like to do leather work. And, you know, I like, you know, I've been, I was making a bunch of costume stuff and blacksmithing and, you know, it's like, I just like to make things. And so I think being able to put that, I think that's like we were kind of saying, I think that might also be the difference between um, the mindset of Instagram and the mindset of YouTube. So YouTube, like you were saying is like Devin's like curated, right? You can kind of decide what you want and you're showing this little piece of what you're doing in this video. And then Instagram is this like more immediate, you know, instant, right? You know, so it's like those little bits all the time. Yeah. And the stories is always like everything, you know, they're, they're so fleeting. They're like someone's life, right? So you only have so long before you can watch and before they're gone. So I think it's, uh, I like, I like both of them working in tandem because I do oh, like yeah. the fact that we can do, you know, curated and edited and, you know, long form videos. And then, then I can put up just normal stuff along the way, like just yeah, little things here and there, little glimpses behind the scenes. Yeah. Just I, a little I, bit of that. I, I like it. the long ones because without that, I would not be needed. So we're just going to keep at that. <laughs> <laughs> keep at the YouTube video. Uh, oh, Devin. <laughs> Devin, you will always be needed. My dream, yeah. actually, uh, being a person who's had to teach myself everything I do, whether that be yeah. video editing, g- g- media of any form because i was not yeah, yeah. a social media guy i was just like i make stuff people would show up cool i would sell it and i didn't do that on instagram before i was just doing my thing yeah yeah and then having <laughs> to learn to take videos and look at different clips and then try and be a lot more personable without like audio so sometimes you would turn off the audio and just watch mm. yourself and see if it mm. flows right and see if it mm. it doesn't make you uncomfortable it's super it's your job is difficult because mm. i have to do it too and it's rough i understand <laughs> there's so much that goes into it 
Yeah. But my dream has always been to be on YouTube, actually. Like, to make nice. all that stuff. I just don't... I'm not the best with technology. I'm not right. the best unless it's super simple. I, like I am. I'm a simple guy. I love right. simple things. And I can... Some of the stuff you make is, like, complex, right? As an artist, they're, like, has so many steps. Mm. But most of what I enjoy is super simplistic stuff, just like this whole challenge. It started off as something that was just, I needed to get up in the morning. And mm. that was it. That's all I really needed. And that became my life for for the past year. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll say making videos, it's tough. But like we always say, if you know the rules of how to shoot something... It starts to unravel it like anything, like hanging an axe or or sketching something or shading in the side of an apple to make it look round. Like it's those little like, oh, that's all it is. Right. So, so with, with film editing and putting together a non-offensive looking video is <laughs> like, if you really want to do it, I'll send you like a list of probably like five things Ooh, that, that would be like right away you'd be probably ahead of the game with you know then 50 percent of the other people on there and just and then just stay simple obviously if it's just you shooting but i know you have family around they can help too and, and it, i think you should do it and i think you can still keep it simple i love mm. that i love that idea i'm 100 yeah. percent about it Devin. i'm a student i like to tell people they always ask me they're like you're a master at this now i'm like i'm not uh, i'm just a guy <laughs> constantly trying and failing stuff i mean yeah, i'm yeah. a student always learning I never yeah. want to be the guy that thinks I know more than I do because I don't. No. But it's funny enough you think about that. Splitting wood, you wouldn't think would be such a difficult or mm. daunting thing, but I've taught more people than I can count to split wood. And it's that little bits of knowledge that I have mm. that make it seem like I'm a master of something. No, it's just mm. I understand wood fibers and profiles and sharpness mm. and how to swing yeah. And efficiency of movement and yep. yeah. Mm -hmm. and, you yeah. Just and those yeah, those up. are the tricks, right? Those are yeah. like, oh, I yeah, know yeah. I know these little tricks, and if someone else knew the tricks, mm -hmm. it wouldn't seem super hard. It's just right. understanding those things and getting good at those things. And they, they make your own make your life and your job and what you're doing easier. Yeah. Absolutely. That's cool. It's like having um, the right tool for the right job. Right. <laughs> I'll say before we go on, like knowing those tricks, right? Learning <clears throat> you know, depending on letting the weight of the axe, you know, your hand slide down, letting it do the work, that type of stuff, hitting it, hitting it, not against the grain, simple stuff, right. Gets people half the way there right away. Yep. Mm -hmm. I have a, a very fond memory of, of camping with all my friends in my twenties and all the guys in the camp were trying to chop this log Oh my God. and they couldn't, I but I could story. tell they were all just maybe hadn't done it. Yeah. <laughs> and I was I was a little laughing at him. So like, what what you think you I was like, I can do it in one hit. And I walked up and it, it was probably like 20, 25 people around. And I and I did it how I you know thought you should do it. And oh it split gosh. totally. This huge thing split right down the middle. I just dropped it and walked away. <laughs> and it dropped the like, mic. Oh! 
it's just people like freaking out. Mic drop. It's like dropping the axe. I don't. Yeah, I don't think I ever split wood with them oh. again because you can't. You can't top that. Oh so no, you can't. Like... I totally get what you mean. But funny enough, Devin, I literally heard you say this exact story, word for word, verbatim, and I'm like, Did I, I? Guess I getting to hear this in person oh, off of a podcast <laughs> makes me so happy. Well, it is, it is one of my this proudest so stories. Cool. So uh... oh, I'd be proud too. Funny enough, <laughs> funny. I don't remember that story, so maybe oh, I just heard well, a lot. Yeah, yeah you just talked to me too much. This was probably like a year ago because oh, okay. I'm still catching up because <laughs> nice. I listen to your awesome. podcast every day, but it's oh, still right not enough because I work in my shop every day, so I'm constantly yeah. listening to music. Nice. I just need that like background noise to just get into my flow and focus. Um, and just It's the best. So, but sorry, Dustin, one more time before you, yeah, sure. before you ask a question, I wanted to get into it real quick about last week's audio issues and okay. audio issues, issues in general with the podcast and trying to figure out like, this is the same thing that happened to us at the beginning of the channel. Like I was, I was constantly fighting audio mm-hmm. people saying it's too loud. It's too quiet. And then, so folks, if you hear a episode that's all crazy. We won't get offended if you turn it off. We're, we're, we're constantly trying to bounce it out right because both computers are also trying to auto level and our program cast is trying to auto level. And then there's the ads, which sometimes are way louder than the other stuff we're, we're also learning about. So uh, hang with us. We're trying to figure it out. We're trying to get some more gear. Um, yeah. Be a Dustin Battles it every week. Yeah. <laughs> and usually, like, I would say, you know, let's say 80% of the time it's fine. 80% of the time we have okay levels, everything works fine. But then that, like, other 20% of the time, things are really high or really low and I can't level them out or, or we get, like, weird, crazy spikes or, I don't know, it's 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 a it's a complex like gear turning thing of all these different like uh all these different elements that are trying to control what's happening and then at the end i'm trying to take all those weird like things and then turn it into one thing that's all like cohesive and it's all the same and it's uh it's a little funky so yeah we uh if you listened to the podcast last week and uh you were turned off quote unquote by the weird audio <laughs> we, we struggled which we all would week. be i would yes. be i'd turn it off too i mean i get it though but as a person who listens to your podcast every day like every day i have a new episode to listen to even like the early on ones where people will be having trouble and they'll just disappear and you're just talking to yourself it's i still love it it's like it's kind of like something handmade right it's it's got its own little nuance to it even if it's not absolutely perfect in every way you still love it like i love this podcast there there's never been a time where i'm like oh it's just too blaring loud for me to listen to i have a volume i can turn it down i can i can turn it down and turn it up most of the time it's on full blast because i'm running chainsaws but um, (laughs) but i I don't think it's too bad and if that's like their big issue i wouldn't i wouldn't worry about it too much it's it's it's, you're also two guys two brothers literally taking money from the things you've made like investing more into yourselves i think it's so cool like yeah. i think it's great like with me i'm constantly collecting axe heads because i'm a <laughs> junkie but i always yeah. tell myself it's for the collection aka inventory for <laughs> for future customers right it's not just yeah. for me <laughs> until you like find the one piece and you're like i have to keep this <laughs> and you build it yeah, and you're right. like, I have to keep this. But then you're like, 
money. Money sounds nice. Money, money. <laughs> so Every time I come down to the shop as he's cleaning up to shoot, he always has like three axe heads and something all laid out. And he's like, I got this, this, and this. I can sell this. I can sell that. Nothing has left the shop since <laughs> every episode. It's nothing. It's just in the bucket next to my camera gear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, that's beautiful. That's a beautiful. Yeah, the, the only time axes leave my shop is when they're going to people for free. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. so like if, I, if I'm Dustin doing a swap or whatever. Yeah. And even still, like, like, yeah, like you reached out to me, it was like mm-hmm. last year or so, and you were like, um, you were getting some axes from different axe makers you like. And I was like, how about we do a trade? You know, like I'd rather, I, I'd rather do that. <laughs> yeah. And I've had that with other people too, who reached out and wanted to like buy an ax or get ax restored and stuff. I'm like, I'd rather, I'd rather get something from this rather than just money. Cause money, I'm just going to like spend on something stupid, like gas, right. you know, like, exactly. Gas. It's That's like, what I tell people. Yeah. Like if I, <laughs> if I trade something who, with another artist and I know I'm going to get something back like that that is going to stay with me way better right. than, than like, you know, a couple hundred bucks or whatever, you know, it's no, like, seriously, that ax actually lives in my truck, my new truck that nice. lives in there and I've used it and showed people it. I showed a yeah. bunch of people I taught to split wood and they're like, he's an artist. And I'm like, well, art of craftsmanship. That's what it is. <laughs> so I was like, I strive to be this way. So like leather work is something I struggle with. It's just too many steps too much. I don't mm. fully understand. Because yeah. I'm a person who needs to know some how something works and why it is that way for me to like mm. really understand and get into it. And yep. Dustin's made it look so easy. <laughs> I've watched it so much. I'm like, I want to do that skill. I need that skill in my life. <laughs> I'm getting better, slowly but surely. Yeah, leather's one of those weird things where like – everything i don't know and and i still do the same thing i i look at people who i you know who do really nice leather work and i'm like how how are they doing it that good you know like what what is is it is it they're paying for much higher quality leather or their tools are sharper like because i always you know obviously as the maker i'm always seeing my own flaws and stuff in it and you know they're much more blaringly obvious and i'm like declaring that and i'm like i don't know so yeah i'm always thinking the same thing like i try to be better try to be better dude i swear it's definitely the tools being sharper i'm like yeah such a crisp line like um like uh at organ tools on instagram jamal he's one of my mentors he sent me a draw knife because i had built him an axe for last no not even last excuse me wow bad timing not even Mm -hmm. last year's it was um for the secret santa axe giveaway it was the first year i did it and oh, he, nice. yeah. he got me and didn't send me an ex and it was so funny so he and i have been making a joke <laughs> about it because i love the guy he's like yeah. i'm gonna send you something and he's like i'm not done sending you something but i'll send you something more and i got this beautiful handmade leather sheath for my draw knife that i use all the time i'm like obsessed i'm like how do you do such crisp sharp line i'm like oh i dream of that (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's 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 always a struggle and i always say that like i i like the out the outcome of leather work, but I'm not always a huge <laughs> fan of doing the leather work. You know, I like the way it looks and I, oh, yeah. and I, you know, I like that I can, like, I, I've done it enough where I, I know that if I try hard enough and I put enough effort into it, I'll, I'll come out with a product that I'm pretty proud of. Um, 
but the journey <laughs> is not always my favorite. I'm like, ah, oh, it's so yeah. frustrating. I think leatherwork, <laughs> though, it is one of the most seemingly impressive skills to other people that don't know, don't know how it's done. Yes. Right. Like the, um, right. Putting in water, molding it to whatever you have. That seems like a magic process. A lot of people just don't know that's what you can do with leather. So mm. it's immediate, immediately impressive. No, even if you do the basic most, you know, forks and then sticking it through and then by hand, like doing everything and gluing it, it still comes. It's like immediately impressive. Oh my gosh, yeah. it so is. And it goes back to having that knowledge. That simple little bit of knowledge gets you so right. much further mm-hmm. in anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, and I think also, um, or I think the, th- the one the one of the things, I guess, that turns me off with leather is that it is so, uh, it's so ordered. The, the process is so specific, right? Like if you really have to follow like a certain set of directions in the right order to come up with a product at the end that, that you didn't make you tear your hair out because you had to restart and it also looks good at the end. And I think that rigidity in the process is what I don't like, you know, cause I like having the freedom to, you know, I've, and some of the other things that I do have, have definitely, there are, there are bits and pieces that have to be done at certain times, but there's some like free form in between where you can start a project. You can do, you can work on different parts of it, but with like a leather piece, you have a very scripted start to finish process. And if you don't, follow that process it can be really frustrating um which is why like when we've done leather videos in the past where we'll either put the i'll like write out the steps you know like these are the steps to do it you know because i'm trying to help other people out and even that when we're doing that and i write out the steps then i'll go back in i'll be like oh i forgot a step and i know if i like don't write it down then i'm gonna be fucked at the end because i'm gonna be so pissed you know like (laughs) and then you're like it's like the glue it's like oh i forgot to scuff up something before i glued it and you're like oh and then you use a hammer or a dead blow and then you just Uh see the piece of wood or whatever you've glued up just come yeah, exactly. You're and right. you're like, why or, did that happen? <laughs> or it'll be like, all right, we want to do ten steps to do this, hang an axe, and then you're like, all right, one, two, three, four, all good. And then you're like, step five, check the eye for this, check the dimension here, uh, sand the inside here and here, and it's like <laughs> that's all. It's step five. step five has <laughs> yeah. become like, but we we're running out of steps here. So you're like, step oh, you gotta do this, 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 and this. Like step eight and seven yeah. together, just get <laughs> right. <used to> it. <laughs> it's so yeah. true though. I've like tried making like long format videos on TikTok, teaching people about the process of hanging an axe head. And I've done it probably five or six different times because people keep asking, they're like, how did you do this? And I'm like, well, I showed you, but I didn't say anything aloud. I just let my actions be like the representation of your understanding. And I went, oh, I guess I should have explained that better. (laughs) It's always fun. I love it. That's, yeah, it's the magic. Yeah. They're they're like, we want to know what the the trick behind the magic. Yeah. And then they're like, I'll start a YouTube channel. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I, I need, should do. <laughs> need more time. Yeah, no, you should. Oh, um, I Dust, I derailed you off of a question ten minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, well, it's we'll perfect. So, so what we're like twenty five minutes into the podcast, and uh, and I want to actually like formally introduce Daniel Donnelly, who we have as our guest today. <laughs> um, okay, so, <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. So Daniel's with us today. Um, he is a, an awesome content creator um, that I've found through you uh through instagram and uh through your love of axes which is kind of really what like turned me on to you and you have done an awesome job of 
um, of I think like bringing the Axe community together even more. Like, and so you mentioned it, but you you did uh, two years in a row now the Axe Secret Santa Exchange. Um, so you like kind of reach out to a bunch of people and ask people if you want to be a part of that, and um, and then also, you know, just kind of spread the the love of what you do. And then you've also been really like honest about your own mental health and the way you felt on um, Instagram. And I think that's really inspiring to a lot of people. So welcome to the Archivesmanship Podcast. <laughs> and uh, and also, like, if, I, if we could step back a little bit, we've talked a lot about stuff, um, just about, like, the things they're doing actively now. But I want to know, like, tell us a little bit about how you got into, um, I guess, like, access because that's how I think a lot of people know you, but how you got into making stuff and, and like, re <laughs> rebuilding things and restoring things. Like, how'd you get into, like, the maker lifestyle, the stuff that you, you know do now? so funny is this kind of, like, dovetails into the challenge. And thank you for that yeah. beautiful introduction. So, Absolutely. more or less, I got <laughs> into making and building stuff because of my Uncle Carl. And my Uncle Carl was this beautiful human being who taught me to love people and to just be myself like I was very as a kid growing up I was just very awkward even now as an adult I still get those hints of like oh I remember being awkward in certain <laughs> spaces but now I've like spent so much time with people that like nothing's ever awkward because I just embrace whatever weird or object or obstacle that's gonna happen you know nice. that's just life yeah, and, right um, <laughs> he taught me from like 12 to 16 to do general contracting, like just simple mm -hmm. stuff. We built walls, decks, and like, I wasn't doing much. I was just learning to work with my hands and tools. And that inspired me to go into woodshop for my high school. And, um, I learned to work with a lathe and, mm -hmm. um, that kind of, I got obsessed with making stuff. So all throughout uh, my senior and junior year, I was making handmade pens, cups, and I was selling them to teachers. And I think that's kind of where I got the bug to be a maker. What do you, what do you think it was about the lathe that really excited you? Oh my gosh. It's, it's a sharp tool and a bevel. Like the sound, uh, if you've never used a wood lathe, you have to try it at least once and I'll teach you. Like I was just at my high school with my old woodshop teacher and he was like, I just kind of jumped in and started teaching kids who were like super apprehensive or like they kind of had their hair down and I was like, guys, that's a bad idea. Like, let me teach you everything I know. And it's, I haven't used a lathe in like four years and I just jumped right back into it. And for me, it's the sounds. It's the yeah. sounds of that tool mm. just uh, cutting. It's something special. It's and it's also nice. there's and like I've I've not done a ton of lathe, but I have done enough that I know that it's one of those tools that it's so specific. It's so different than any other tool that it's oh, like it does such an amazing thing so well so you know it's like a table saw you can do tons of stuff with you know like a vice a drill press you can do a lot of stuff but a lathe does like one thing really well and there's like this magic from taking something that's so you know unfinished to finish so quick with like with seemingly stick. ease but like you know you take your time you learn it and it's just like magic you turn like it random is. square thing into like beautiful smooth round thing that has tape like beautiful transitions and stuff it's yeah a, a lot of tools can't get you from start to finish product all with mm -hmm. one mm -hmm. you know that yeah i think that's like oh you just yeah, need this and yeah, you can yeah. make a bunch of stuff yeah oh yeah 
hundred percent. You can just take a piece of, you could take a branch outside your house and go mm-hmm. turn it into a mallet, a cup, a bowl, mm. whatever, <laughs> yeah. whatever you can like imagine that's circular. Like, and you can even yeah. make Christmas trees and wavy Christmas trees, mm-hmm. and it just takes a little bit of knowledge. And that's yeah. and it was that's that kind of got me excited about making stuff. Mm. But after high school, I didn't really build stuff anymore. I just got a job, thought like you had to do that, and I did that. Mm. And I worked really hard. And um, the reason I really got into making, like in 2019, like all the jobs were just I was doing too much work, not getting paid enough, doing all of this extra stuff. And I was like, man, this kind of sucks. I'm like over it. And my mm-hmm. oldest brother was like, you should just work for yourself. And I was like. He's like, I don't know doing what, but here's a business name and just run with it. And it was um, the Donnelly Brothers Metalworks. And I was like, because I was fascinated by forging and I was watching you and Buck and Billy Ray. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm going to figure out a way to make a living with my hands. And then I did. I, 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 the first couple axes I hung on like hardware store handles were (laughs) awful i still have one to this day no i have two and they're still solid like i have handed them to people to break just because i'm like oh i want to get this apart because they just will not come apart (laughs) yeah yeah i don't have the heart to cut it off but you know (laughs) but i want to be able to hang it on a better handle (laughs) right oh dude that's so me i'm like I don't want to. A part of me will die if I just have to just break it. Oh, I'm going to feel bad. <laughs> but if somebody else breaks it, then I never feel bad. <laughs> right. Like uh, two weekends ago, somebody broke my, like, you know, my five, my favorite axe. My axe that has traveled thousands of miles with me, mm. been mm. everywhere, and it's taught mm. dozens of people to swing. One of my best friends who I hadn't seen, I'm like five years oh, <laughs> crazy <yeah>. enough time <laughs> just flies because i don't take days off and he broke it and he, he felt horrible i was like sweet <laughs> i was like this yeah right deal. i was like i get to put it on a new handle because there are parts <laughs> of stuff you just don't love like for me yeah. i knew the bit was like slightly not perfectly centered and i mm-hmm. left it for so long because i couldn't fix it because <laughs> when you hammer copper pipe into an axe eye it's not gonna come out ever <laughs> unless you cut it in half and then push it out the other way because right. I, I just thought it looked beautiful but then when i had to rehang one with copper in it i wanted to die i broke so many so many bits just digging <laughs> in there hiding in the copper and then you have uh-huh. hardened steel stuck in the eye and you're just like i'm done i need a break <laughs> and you're like it's fine i'll get it next time and then you just I lo- leave it <laughs> i love it how you can tell when someone has been like really struggling with uh you know getting an accent off because then like the, the posts are always like this is all the shit i pulled out of it and this is all the broken bits <laughs> but it's off and it's just a picture of the debris you know you're like Dude. oh man you know they're working on that for the last like hour and a half (laughs) right it's either it either takes like with trying to shoot all dust and taking a bunch of stuff off it either takes two minutes or two hours oh my god it either just drops off like blink oh there it was or we're we're like going through a million different things you're looking at why isn't it off why hasn't come off yet there's nothing left it's always the ones that you think are gonna be the easiest to do like the like the the wedge is dry and it's like starting to come out but then you like (laughs) accidentally hammer it in just a smidge and then you're just 
left locked in for mess. life. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, you're joking. You're like, okay, I should have just hammered it in further and kept using this axe. Yeah, <laughs> right, I've exactly. Hung, yeah. I've hung probably now a couple thousand axes because I've been doing oh, this wow, for three nice. years. Yeah, I just stopped I counting. I just, that's yeah. once I hit 400, I was like, uh, I'm done counting. But I've only <laughs> made like probably around 400 to 500 handles myself. Right. So yeah. now it's like even, even bad handles, like handles, you know, you made, and that was just a mistake. You had no mm-hmm. idea what you were doing, but you have to do that because you have to learn and you yep. have to fail. Yep. And, mm-hmm. and that's the best part about making is most people are just too afraid to take that first step. Me, I, right. I've been that person that dives head first with no safety net, no line, best luck, figure it out, mm-hmm. sink or swim. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's just how it's been. So, yeah. So, um, shortly, I think before you started your challenge and we, we keep mentioning the challenge and that's, you kind of challenged yourself to split wood and and post about it every day for an entire year. Um, you, you were kind of in a low spot, um, and you were really honest about it on Instagram and you kind of came on and, you know, kind of let people know that you weren't feeling great and, you know, you were going to take some time off. And, uh, so, so what happened there? Like. I mean, with obviously Dude, within reason, you, like, know, you can go into as much like as you two want. Two things that happened that just one just crushed, and the other was like, okay, that crushed my spirit a little bit, but I'll just keep trying. I think it was during March when I was trying to do the Maker Challenge, where it's like you introduce yourself, do the whole thing. I got like halfway through it, and I would watch Buck and Billy Ray. I've been watching him for it's so funny. I've yeah. been watching him for three years, right? And mm-hmm. you think you know somebody, but like they don't know you. And just because mm. you're doing what they do and you're inspired by that, I remember thinking like that crushed me. Like I was in a live with him and one of my buddies who was in the same live decided to mention me and Buckin was just, uh, is a person. Buckin Billy Ray is yeah. a human being just like me and you. And he mentioned me and Buckin's like, I've never heard of that guy. And something right. about that, like just crushed <laughs> my spirit. I was like, I know he probably doesn't. But it would right. be so cool if he did. And that, right. I don't know, that got me down. But it didn't It didn't make me want to stop making. It just made me feel bad about myself. Like, I wasn't right. a real maker. Right. And then I just kind of toiled through. Just was like, hey, guys, I'm just not feeling it. Like, that kind of crushed my spirit in ways. And Yeah, yeah. But I was kind of happy that happened. Funny enough, mm. it kind of gave me perspective, right? It's mm. everybody's human. And mm. everybody's got this idea of themselves and others, right? You think you see somebody for who they are, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, they're just a person, just like me and you, just doing the stuff. Of course, they've never heard of you. They have so many people they watch and or talk to. Right. Yeah. So it's something so simple. And eventually I got over it. I was just like, okay, no biggie. And right. then June hits and I'm like, mm. I'm posting. I'm like, just doing my normal thing. And June hits and on Father's Day, I lost somebody, I lost that guy who got me into woodwork, who taught me to just be kind to people. It didn't Mm. matter if you knew them, nothing, none of it, nothing about people matters more than just being kind. And he Mm. taught me that. Like, I remember some jobs we would do together and he didn't get paid because he knew these people didn't have the money, but he was just Mm. happy to do the work. He's like, well, it's not a big deal. You know, we did all this work. We helped them out who cares? I'm just going to go surf. And, and we did. (laughs) (laughs) And he was just this beautiful person. Yeah. He died on, uh, 
Father's Day, and that, like, crushed mm. me for a while. So, like, mm. so for two months, I just spent so many hours crying. I tried so hard to get in my shop and just make something. And mm. I, I made stuff to, like, survive, keep making money, sold a bunch of axe heads I didn't want to sell, but you just keep living, right? Yeah. And one day, I just was not feeling it. <laughs> and my yeah. girlfriend's like, why don't you do something? You're doing this already. You like to split wood. You like to build things. Why not try and do something every day for a year just to see if you can do it? Mm-hmm. And then I did. I just needed a reason to wake up and want to make again. Because like you, sometimes in life, bad stuff will always happen, right? And you're going to lose people. But that doesn't have to be where your story ends just because somebody's gone. You know, mm-hmm. in, yep. in this life, everyone's going to experience that loss and pain. But just because it happens doesn't mean you can't grow or make it into something beautiful. Mm. And lo and behold, here we are today. <laughs> I, think, uh, <laughs> I think all of this stuff kind of happens for a reason. And yeah. you you just won't know until you try and just keep going with life. <laughs> you yeah. never know where you'll end up. And, and you also never know like what little like bump in the road or what little hurdle or what little like, you know, push can push you into something new and beautiful. Like you said, you know, you, it was like your girlfriend suggesting, why don't you just try doing something for a year? You know, yeah. why don't you do this thing that you're going to do anyway? You know, just put it, put it out there, let people enjoy it. You know, I think, I think if in my perspective, what you were doing was, um, giving other people something to look forward to (laughs) as well as, as much as giving yourself something to look forward to. Hmm. Right. So like every day I knew that I'd see your reel come up and at the bottom you'd have the font, you know, this day out of 365 (laughs) is like every day I knew it would be there, you know? And if I didn't see it one day, like it didn't matter if I didn't see it on day 264, I knew it would be there somewhere, you know, like, and I know if I like it. Yeah. Right. If I went the, the next day, bit. I, you know, if I didn't see it one day, if I know in the next day, like I knew it would be the next one. Cause I knew yeah. you would have done it. Like you had, you had shown like straight off the bat, like I'm going to do this thing and, and it's hard. I know, um, it's the, um, May for makers. Is that what you were referencing? May yes, for makers. May, the, not the, March. Yeah. Luke and Priscilla <laughs> Smith. Yeah. So PL Smith, and oh, we had them man. on to talk about May for makers this year and I did the that's same so thing. And that's, a, that's hard. Like oh, posting days. every day for a month. Like, I, did oh, yeah. two, I did two days. Good. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. Hey, yeah. You know what? You yeah. probably did more than me. <laughs> I remember just getting to a point and I was like, I don't know what to post about. I was like, I'm just going to go watch uh, Dustin's posts and then I'll figure something out. <laughs> like I said, that is my, my, um, my weakness and my advantages. I was like, as long as Dustin's doing it, that's what counts. <laughs> if I do this stuff me. too, it's just icing, but Dustin's the cake. So let's just oh have him gosh. do it. It is though. But then I followed you and all your other brothers. I love it. I love yeah, that all nice. of your brothers do it together. Cause I have, I have yeah. four brothers. So I, I totally yeah. understand. Oh, you get it right on. Personalities are like, it's fun. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Um, yeah. There's something, uh, something pretty magical about brothers. Yeah. That's just hundred percent. It's a cool thing. Um, just speaking of loss, like my favorite quote that I, it was, I was watching an interview and it, it was with George Harrison talking about losing, uh, John Lennon mm-hmm. and his quote, life goes on within you and without you. 
he was so at peace with it. He was everyone was giving pretty standard like, yeah, it's terrible. We loved him, and he was just like, you know, it's it's a part of it. I don't think this is the end. You know, this is not, and, and the beauty of that person. It, it, life goes on within you so you're taking that person that person is a part of your energy and without you so it's like it's okay that they're gone the energy stays with you and then he was like you know i think i'll see him again or he i'll feel him you know it's it's a part of it i i, I always love that it always gets me through that type of stuff you know what's so funny is i had like a moment today where i was like i've just i was in the exact same spot today where i i got the news that my uncle had died and I was mm. just, I remember sitting here in this exact spot in the backyard of our forest and just sitting there trying to get through the rest of the work. I was tired. I was like, I'm feeling it. And this butterfly just starts flying through. Mm. And in my family, butterflies or hummingbirds are the two things that are like our ancestors. Like that's mm. my grandma bee or my uncle Carl. That's just how my family taught me raising us was like, that's them. And mm. funny enough, in the exact same spot, I was just trying not to cry. Sitting there, I see this beautiful little butterfly, and I was like, man, mm. he's just watching me. He's like, don't do yeah. anything dumb today, please. <laughs> I was like, don't hurt yourself, but I'm right here. <laughs> right. So yeah. I'm gone. I'm gone from this life, but you know, like, but I'm, somewhere I'm there. Yeah, my spirit's there. No, 100%. Um, it's funny you, you mentioned that, because my, uh, my mom uh, just lost a good friend of hers, who mm. we've actually known since we were really young kids uh when we grew up on a farm in maryland and on the farm we had um some some like rental houses type things on that on the property and then this woman who just passed away was one of the people who lived there uh in on the rental so and you know all the people who would live in rentals were all like my parents friends so occasionally okay. you know they would be like over and stuff and um and so she just lost one of her her, her good friend betsy and her um right before she passed my mom and her were having like a bunch of really good conversations about, you know, and she was, she was appreciative of my mom having these kind of real conversations mm -hmm. about life and death and like what's to come and really asking her about how she felt, you know, and was they, my mom wasn't just like, you know, walking on eggshells around her because she was close to the end, you know, like oh, yeah. she knew they knew they were, she knew they were in that position. And so they'd have these real conversations and they, they talked about, they were like, okay, obviously we know you're going to pass. She passed, she died of cancer and like she was, you know, it had come back a couple of times and she was, she was near the end. And my mom, my mom and her friend Betsy were like, well, what do we need? We need some type of sign. Like, what can we think of like that? You can, you know, reach out to me from the next life, you know, from the afterlife yeah. to tell me that there is an afterlife. My mom was like, so curious, you know, and like, like it my mom, it can't be too easy. Like you cut off someone and they honk at you. Yeah, right. we, we know that's, that's, <laughs> that's just Thanks. that'll happen too much it's every like a, time, it's like a secret every time the oven know? smokes and the the fire <laughs> fire thing goes off that's why oh, yeah that would man. be moms but you know she was she was definitely like my mom is a is a christian and so she definitely yeah. believes in in you know heaven and the afterlife and so and she was you know, like trying to um you know, bring her friend to that side and it, yeah. like within reason without like pushing too hard. But, but my, my mom's friend definitely believed in like spirituality and, and oh, yeah. like thought there was going to be some typing after. So there was like, there was just this really, it was really funny to me and fun that they were had like, they could, they could talk about that in that situation. 
like yes. a real thing, a real, like a fun curiosity. Like, what can we do? Like, what type of signal can you send me? Like, yeah. <laughs> is it going to be this? And yeah, like something joking, but yeah, but it was kind of cool. I just think that's like, and I, I'm the same way. I definitely think there's like definitely signs and things around us that like are things speaking to us from some other type of reality, some other oh, type 100%. of, you know, that, that we don't see and know, and we don't, you know, experience you know, firsthand in this world. But, uh, but Dude, so yeah, true. that's wild. That's so cool. That's yeah. it's kind of cool that they had a way of talking about something that everyone thinks is this. It's something inevitable, right? And right, yeah. In life, you get you get to wake up, and there are two things you know will be un- inevitable. One day you <laughs> will die, yep. and sadly you woke up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, right, that's yeah. the two. So it's either sad <laughs> yeah. or happy. You woke up in the morning. <laughs> so yeah, for me, exactly. some days I was like, I don't want to go outside. It's cold, but it's kind yeah. of funny to think about they could joke about things and like even hope about something more i remember dustin you you touched up on it saying it gave people hope and um Mm. funny enough that's what my uncle did for me every 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 chance he got he just said something that inspired me to want to do something more like Mm. what is your more in life gonna be and i had Mm. no idea and little did i know this little challenge or whatever would become something that gave people hope I would get messages all the time on days where I was like, I do not want to be outside and this is rough. I'm having a bad day. And people would be like, you inspired me. Your, your series, your Mm. thing gets me up in the mornings. It got me to talk Mm. to my brother. It got me to reach out to someone you hadn't talked to in a long time. And, and that little impact kept me going every day remembering Mm. that it wasn't just me getting out there in the mornings now it's us getting out there chasing life even Mm. on the days you don't want to and Mm. funny enough my favorite video is a day i did not want to keep recording (laughs) i got up i was like i had the vision of the coolest video i thought would happen (laughs) and like four people saw it (laughs) why because i forgot to hit record so i'm sitting there watching the sunrise I thought I had just filmed the most badass video. I come to sit down and just relax and watch the sunrise. <laughs> and I go and click the button thinking I'm shutting it off, but I'm turning it on. And starts oh, recording. Oh, yeah. classic. I was like, no. I was like, no. The sun's already up. I was like, uh, whatever. So I was like, well, this is one of those mornings. And I think it's the only one I actually curse in. And I was like, well, <laughs> I fucked up. So I'm going to I'm gonna re-record this. And you guys are just along for the ride. And I think I put the music so loud. Not very many people heard it. But so many people are like, you curse? You seem so, so innocent i was like yes everyone does i'm you a person can't, you can't be peaceful and curse <laughs> exactly <laughs> but it was so funny and then i've uh i remember finishing that video i was like take two we're done i'm done i'm walking up the hill i'm not even gonna watch the rest of the sunrise i'm done it was so funny uh. <laughs> and that was like right when it got freezing here it was hilarious oh man yeah man you, you had a wild winter man oh, dang this is 10 feet of snow was gnarly people won't even believe it and it was more than 10 feet at some point i don't even know what it was but there's a video of me i I think i showed it of me hiking up the 10 foot berm (laughs) to go split wood 10 feet in the air in snow and you're wondering man why are the treetops why is he so is he bad at keeping no the trees (laughs) and i are together as one and i remember i was like i need wood 
all of my logs are buried in 10 feet of snow. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> what do I do? I need to split wood every day. So I just <laughs> dropped a tree. I'm like, I pick it, you're going down. And I'm like, well, it's already leaning towards the house, so I might as well just get it away from the house so that, you know, it doesn't fall in case the snow decides to make it. I think that was pretty bad. It, it was funny. It was like a two-day progression of, oh, there's no snow, to then, holy cow, there's like four feet oh, in your geez. yard where your your stump used to be. I was like, yep. And then it just kept getting worse. That, that is, but watching people struggle while you're laying warm in your bed is the best content. <laughs> oh, my God. Because it's, so it's, it's so entertaining to see those people, and it's so such a relief that you're not there. So yeah, that yeah, is the best so content. It's so true. So I, I, and I'm, I'm one of those people who does not wear gloves while splitting wood. Why? Because... Right, yeah hands i i have lost an axe more times wearing gloves than i have ever not so yeah, i agree i don't know if it's me or everybody else but there's so many people who sent me messages like you need to wear gloves and keep your <laughs> hands and feet away from the wood and i'm like well i kind of do a stomp and it it bothered so many people that oh, yeah. i do that that i do a kick they're like you're not getting enough power and i'm like well it's been confirmed by people who do exactly what I do for a living right. <laughs> that using my leg as a momentum yeah. and doing all this helps because <laughs> a bunch of firefighters were like, I do that. I do that when I'm busting down a door and it gives me extra momentum or when we're chopping into yeah. a house. I was like, well, case closed. I call it. You're right, exactly. Like, if, if, if the wood breaks... <laughs> Yeah. If the wood splits, you just need that on a t-shirt. If the wood splits. <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> My brothers and you guys have come up with so many good t-shirt designs and ideas. I'm like, I need to write this down. I need to start keeping notes for this. Okay, hey, well, uh, speaking of, of t-shirts, and uh, you've got a nice fashion going on. You, you always look good in your videos. Now, you got some cool t-shirts that, that stood out. A lot of them are, I, I didn't know what they were. But the obvious ones, I'm going to... I'm going to shout out what was on them, and you give me, like, a, a oh. ten-word thing of, of how it relates to you, all right? Oh, I'm ready for this. Oh, man. Samurai Jack. Oh, that one's yes. my favorite. Samurai okay, Jack. so I grew up, I'm technically a 90s kid. I grew up watching Samurai Jack on TV yeah. on Adult Swim. That is me. That is, like, where I get my stance and <laughs> like, the way Samurai I hold Jack. myself. I'm like, I like it. He's just... His beliefs are his life, and that is something that kind of made me as a kid who I am today. So there you go. Nice, nice. <laughs> I, I wanted to start with that one because we're also fans of the show. Oh, I, yeah. we, um, I think I definitely commented on that, that <laughs> post you? when you were wearing that. I was like, yes, that right, Jack. Dude, I've watched that. I've rewatched that. Uh, and so good. Sa- I, even, I think I saved one of the quotes for it, but I never even nice. posted it. No, it's definitely one of the better or best animated action shows ever. And it's just so well done. But okay, an easy one, Led Zeppelin. Oh, okay. So I've been listening to Led Zeppelin since I was a kid, and I have a bunch of vinyl stashed away. And one of my mentors was trying to steal that shirt from me. She's like, that's a cool (laughs) shirt. I was like, it's not mine. My brother gave it to me. I was like, it doesn't fit anymore. (laughs) Because when I started this challenge, my shoulders weren't as broad. And now (laughs) my shoulders are much more broad. So it pulls all of my favorite t-shirts further away from like (laughs) making it fit normally. It's so funny. But uh, yeah, I love that. So so, this is like a 
memoriam of uh, t-shirts. I'm going to be I'm going to be going down here. Okay. Um, <laughs> antique cameras. Oh, so funny enough. I know what shirt you're talking about. It's brown, and I've had that shirt since my junior year of high school. And that I got at a store that doesn't exist anymore, but I've been using a camera since I was um, 16, shooting nice. photos. I learned to shoot all in film. So mm. even to this day, I, I wish I could get back into film. I just need to learn to find a place that processes it. But I love film. So I, I just, I have a collection of vintage cameras. Funny nice. enough, I got one today. <laughs> I, no, hell yeah. Nice. You're speaking I, uh, language. Yeah. Right. And funny enough, Dustin was the first one to ever show me how to work a film yeah, that's camera. That's right. Oh, yep. No way. And which that's was, so cool. which was, and me looking through that and then going, oh, it's like about the camera and the lens. Like, mm-hmm. oh, this looks so much better. Because you, yeah. up until then, it was probably middle school. You know, you're just shooting in those days. It was like a disposable camera. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you thought maybe it would look good, but it never looked good as a professional camera. It's just because you didn't have lenses and you didn't have the right camera bodies and, and you weren't mm-hmm. shooting on, on, on good film stock. But Dustin <laughs> showing me that was like, oh, this is great. Looks, <laughs> you could do whatever yeah 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 focus in you so can zoom good. in you this lens bit, 50 like, millimeter yeah. lens amazing like depth of field amazing oh yeah right yeah um i love was, fixed lenses too yeah so I just that's one it. of the yeah that was like one of the tricks right the magic tricks you learn you're like oh the people are using this no wonder it looks so exactly. good and i i i let devin borrow quote unquote borrow my <laughs> camera so when i was in high school i asked for uh 35 millimeter camera like oh that was one of the presents i wanted and like i like taking pictures it wasn't ever like something i was super super into but i wanted to have a good camera so my parents got me a nikon you know just kind of the standard but like a you know a what is it 50 millimeter lens on it dev and just yeah, and so it was like a, a good camera and i used it i took some pictures with it and i like i got a cool strap for it and stuff and then uh and then yeah, I let Devin. I taught him about it, and I let him borrow it, and he's and still he's borrowing like, it. <laughs> he's like, yeah, it's it's, uh, it's sitting in my shop. You know? yeah, yeah, right, exactly. It's for use. He uses it still. I love it. So yeah, funny. I was always like, yeah, eventually I'll take it back, but like I won't. You know, it's I like, yeah, it does. Yeah, it, um, <laughs> and that lens. I don't. I, I don't know if that lens was the one that came with it or was um, Nicole's grandfather had given me because oh, right. it's a, yeah, we had a couple it's of, a yeah. 50 millimeter with like a one two or a one F like it's the Whoa. it's such a fast lens so that was one of the only lenses you could shoot like indoors oh with minimal yes. light and it still would always come out oh, that is so freaking cool yeah, yeah. yeah it was really nice um and the last one which I understand and I also hate. I love it and I hate it. Is it's um, a Jeep thing. Oh man, <laughs> that one has like I've had a Jeep since I was seventeen, and nice. I have learned begrudgingly how to work on them. Why? <laughs> because when you drive it, you break hmm. everything. <laughs> I love Jeeps, but I also hate Jeeps. I have more <laughs> scars and more blood put into a Jeep than I wish. <laughs> I still have scars on my fingers from when I grabbed a cuz they they stamp out the fenders and they never they don't deburr uh, or anything. Right, and I grabbed right. a brand new fender and I cut my fingers instantly. Uh, and I mm. went, oh, 
well, it's a Jeep life. So yeah, it's a Jeep thing. <laughs> I've done a lot of stuff with my Jeep. It's, that's a, it's that's a really interesting perspective because, you know, I've seen that people always have like, it's a Jeep thing. And I've seen people who, who like push it further. They'll be like, it's a Jeep thing. You don't understand, you know, but, but I've never really heard someone say it that way where it's like, it's a Jeep thing can be, it's, it's a love hate relationship, yeah, yeah. right? Like those scars on your hand is a Jeep thing <laughs> as much as driving down the road with the top down and feeling the wind and oh. being in that like that boxy shape that's just so classic and so nice that's Horrible a deep thing too gas you know? mileage but yeah, some yeah, of the right. most fun i've ever actually funny enough my jeep kind of inspired me and inspired others to to be around you know they're mm. like oh we can take the jeep off-roading we can we can work on it together and it's kind of where I got my mechanical knowledge was working on Jeeps taught me how everything and anything works. If I don't know how something works, I can go find out. Maybe not computers, but everything else, yeah, <laughs> everything else I can kind of figure out. But <laughs> it's funny how that goes, though. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've always um, just loved, yeah, obviously they, they, they use the history of the Jeep like unabashedly like you know it's like every so the true. flag it's like they're still fighting world war ii it's like you're not exactly <laughs> like That's it's exactly not like that anymore right it's <laughs> not like the willie's jeep or whatever but it's it's also like i i, I my wife bought one but it was a, a what was it a compass right so like the lowest line jeep new like 2012 compass or whatever it was you know it's not even four by four and the issues we had with that, which was a manual, which was a manual. Oh man! And and talking through and like, I forget what it was. Going through many transmissions. It's not because, and that wasn't because so the way we drove. Because me and my wife had been driving <laughs> since high school, so we all had we, we each had like driving at least stick, at yeah. least ten That's years so of driving stick. And then the month, the month, the month, the month after we. Uh, it's whatever two year powertrain and blah 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 was up. Yeah, of course it goes up. Oh man! <laughs> so of course you're on the you're on the hook for like four or five grand. Yeah, I'm like it's 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 barely worth more than that anyway. So then for two months I'm arguing with the company about like like you should have fixed it before. Yeah, it's a month past and now you can't fix it. You know, so all that eventually, I think they they worked with me and it was like half off. Oh, I still had to pay like two instead of like 4,500. It was like two grand or 1,500. I forget oh, what it was, man. but to fight with them for that long about something like that, just oh. like, I was like, I'll never buy a Jeep again. Unless it's like, I have a farm and I get an old Wrangler or Cherokee yeah, from the eighties. Right. Yeah. Yep. Like that's, that's what I'll do. And then and I'll spend a grand on it. Oh, who knows? By then it might be a lot more expensive, but you know, you <laughs> can get the, so you can get the eight, you can know. get the 88 Cherokee for like a thousand dollars or at least you used to, and it'll run for a year. Get them for like 500 bucks. It was yeah. Cool. It was great. <laughs> I, I had one. I had a gray one. It was, it was so cool. I think I bought it for 800. That's like the best. I want to get, uh, we nicknamed them shit Jeeps because they were cheap and you mm -hmm. just drove the crap mm -hmm. out of them. Mm -hmm. and yeah. I want to get one again. I want to sell my current Wrangler and get one so that I can just abuse it and then fix it the right way because now I know. Yeah, yeah right, Jeep exactly. thing is definitely, you go through transmissions. I've blown up yeah. four. And, yes. you know, it happens. It's totally not the driver. It's just Jeeps. Like, oh, man. And aren't they owned by, like, Fiat? Now, now? they're owned by Fiat. But sadly, yeah, so come on. Chrysler, You're not even, it's not even American. It's Italian Jeep. Like, get out of here. <laughs> 
It's so true. I was like, man, it's not even an American Jeep anymore. I'm like, well, they stopped being American after AMC. So yeah. we're talking like eighties. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Now they're Italians. They fought for exactly. the Axis. You're like, you're like, man, teamed up with the car now. We can't even name it the the US. I might car. as well. I'm also looking at a Volkswagen while I'm at it. <laughs> Fought for the axe. <laughs> we're still bitter about it. We're still oh, Jeep's still bitter about it. That's what's happening. Oh, I mean, at least Ford's Jeeps are. <laughs> that's so funny. Oh, that's funny. oh man, that's great. I know Devin was uh, he he was telling me over the last couple of days, the last last week or so, because uh, if you guys are listening now, we we originally had planned to have Daniel on two weeks ago. And that That's would have true. been right right around when you finished the challenge, the year challenge. Um, yeah. But uh, so you have a new computer. I do. I do have <laughs> a computer cool. now, which nice. is exciting. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, to... I can't do everything on my phone anymore? Weird. <laughs> What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. I, wait, I, I feel like <laughs> honored and also a little like a little guilty, you know, that you're like, wait, let me, I can, but I think it was more of like a, like a, we like pushed you over the edge. You're like, I probably needed a computer, but now I like, so. Oh, it's like a, it's like that. It's like when you, you need a tool, but you're like, ah, I don't want to buy it. But then you buy yeah. it and then like yeah. it makes money for itself. Oh yeah. That was yeah. like the first chainsaw I bought. I bought yeah. a chainsaw was like man i just i don't i want to split wood every day and i can't keep getting logs from my neighbor with them mm. being bucked already so i built my first chainsaw it was in uh 038 magnum uh magnum no it wasn't a magnum. Right. i think it was just an 038 still but okay i built it ran it and that tool paid for itself until nice. I blew it up four times because high elevation, <laughs> you have to run stuff <laughs> richer than you uh, yeah. think. Oh. <laughs> it's made by fiat. Of my life. <laughs> and then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to, I sold that saw. I just was like, okay, I need to stop investing so much money into the saw and just mm. buy a saw that I know mm. will always work. Mm-hmm. So I bought a 500i and I have used it to the teeth and i've only broken oh, nice. one part on it which is great <laughs> the nice. cheapest part you could get for a dollar <laughs> still awesome. shop loves me i went in and he's like it's like i need this part and he's like take it and i'm like how much he's like a dollar because i oh, i know you because <laughs> i bought awesome. the saw from them and they're like well perfect i was like sweet <laughs> that's great but yeah that's back. a total that paid for itself can I ask you how much you paid for that saw, the 500i? Probably like 1400 bucks. And I was on the list too for it, but yeah. it's built mantles, it's built 
tables. I've used it to slab. I've used it to mill. I've used it to make firewood. I've used it way too much. Not even you way get, too much. I love it. Yeah, you get what you pay for. I was mm-hmm. trying to chop down a tree with a Milwaukee sawzall, oh. and I had, I had I had to do the old jump off the ladder and oh, like man. save yourself. Throw the tool, jump off the ladder, and I look oh. back and and the the branch, which it was a huge like multiple, you know, really big chunk of a tree was just surrounded the ladder oh man you never expect the branch to go where the ladder once was but it always does, it always does. every time i remember doing that we were pruning mm. up some trees on our property with an electric pulse saw all by the house and you're like oh i got this then you're like oh i don't got this the ladder and i are going down and you're like yeah. hope for the best softer jump. softer you jump and you try to jump one direction and the ladder goes the other way yeah. so you get no like no movement Exactly. (laughs) Oh, it's so true, though. Yeah, chainsaws are nice. You you learn a lot with them. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, I walked right over my wife. I was like, "Did you see that? (laughs) Did you see where the ladder is?" She was gardening. I was like, "All right, I'm gonna get a. I need a chainsaw." You do. You do. And then once Um, you have one, you're like, "I want three more." (laughs) And I'm gonna be cutting down things that don't need to be cut down. (laughs) Me all the time. No, I've gotten better. I only pick trees where I'm like this isn't going to grow anymore. This is done. This is dying. This is full of water. (laughs) I'm going to drop it. It'll be fine. (laughs) Um, So two things you are in, you're in California. What's the, it's a lake. What is it? So I live next to Lake Arrowhead. Lake Arrowhead. That is right where I live next to. (laughs) A lot of people vacation up here and have houses up here. Mm. Uh, So it's, it's a beautiful place. So, so first of all, for your content, obviously, People love that, and then that that'd be oh, perfect yeah. for YouTube as a as as well. Um, <laughs> he's just he's just trying to get you to keep, keep pushing. Um, and so in your your videos, when you do you walk up to your phone after you've set it somewhere and oh, hit record, and then walk and and do what you're going to do? That is exactly what I do. I used to well. At some point, I stopped just using random branches and pieces of firewood as a tripod and decided, I'm going to buy a tripod. So for the last, like, 200-and-something videos, it's a different (laughs) angle now. Yeah, because the beginnings, I went back and looked today, the beginnings are... All the shots are start of your leg and your boot. Yep. And yeah. then later, later on, it's like your shirt. Like, oh, you got something to put it up Weird. on. I was like, tripod for my phone? That sounds useful. Man, I'll get into it. And then I bent it. I bought the cheapest tripod you could find on Amazon. Nice. And I and I remember the video too. It's where I'm running a chainsaw and I'm and I thought it would be so cool. All these different angles. I was learning from other people. And I was like, I'm gonna do this. Little did I know, tripods definitely will dent when firewood is launched at them. <laughs> so I dented a tripod, and on the last day of of the challenge, I dented my girlfriend who insisted on filming. <laughs> so I do my thing. I'm not thinking like, oh, when I flip the axe upside down and land it on the pole and get the log in half, man, I didn't think of where it was going to go, but it got her. And I like, I screamed. I was like, I was like, I've never, oh no, I got her. She you made it this far. I made it this far without ever injuring myself or anybody, but I got her and I was like, oh, but she didn't even bruise. It was like, she was like, nice. it hit me. And like, she was like instant hurt. She was like that. 
that sucked. But um, she kept filming. She's like, we got to keep going. Nice. <laughs> but I threw it in at the end of the video, too. I was like, yeah, I didn't tell anyone. I was waiting for this day to tell people. She's a trooper. She She's filmed two videos, and they were like, she's like, try all these angles and stuff I had never thought of. But it, it, was, it, it turned out pretty good. I think, I think the last one was fun. Yeah. She filmed two out of the whole year. I know, right? Come on, two out of the whole year. <laughs> she was like, "You really should wake up early and do." This. She's a heavy I sleeper. Not, uh, yeah, she like... is a heavy sleeper. I nickna- okay. I could get up, go to work. Like I used to work, and she'd stay here sometimes. And I'd get up at like six, get to the job, do the thing, and she'd be like texting me at like twelve. <laughs> She's like, "Oh, I'm up." You left. Yeah, right. <laughs> She's like, "You yeah. left, and the bed was still warm." I was like, "Yeah." I was like, yeah, I, I left a while ago. I was like, you'll yeah, we'll still be there. My wife's the same way. She's like, she's just not, you know, she like, she says she never hears me get up. Like, I, I'm not, I try to be quiet, but I'm not crazy quiet. You know, like, I'll come back after I go out, like, I leave the room, I do whatever I need to do. I come back in, I turn the light on, I get, you know, dressed, yeah. at, you know, and then leave again. And, I'm, you know, I try to, like, like I said, I'm not trying to be crazy loud, but like, she never hears any of it. If she gets out of bed, if she even like, like rolls an inch in the bed, it wakes me up. You know, I, I, maybe I'm just a light Same. sleeper or what? Dude. So she, if she gets up out of bed for any reason in the night I'm, or like in the morning before me, I'm like, what's going on? Someone attacking the house? <laughs> wake up in panic too. It's so bad. So I sleep with my windows open all year round because I just mm-hmm. like that. I love to mm-hmm. hear the sounds of what's going on outside. Yeah. Well, that kind of bit me in the butt last, uh, last spring. Or if it was fall, there was just yeah. this crazy thunderstorm, oh, and it was right next to my window. And I was like, "That was loud. I know what tree that hit." I, and it still has the marks to this day of where it hits. Oh, it's like it usually once every couple storms, it like hits that tree, and it's and you're like, "Oh, there goes a branch. That'll be firewood." And like, oh, but it's I'll wake up instantly in a panic, like, "What's going on? <laughs> what do I need to be doing right now?" <laughs> it's so bad. Um. Yeah, uh, so yeah, so the 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 style which I like is not a, a chosen style. Which some people do it; they pretend they're putting the camera on, and then they go do the stuff. So that's a nice. I think that's a nice thing to stick with, especially if if you're doing it yourself. You know, it it like brings people in right away. I think. Yeah. It, and it kind of flowed. I kind of realized it started bringing more people in when one video I definitely did, people were like, whoa, your boots are so cool. And I was like, thanks. <laughs> I was like, yeah, they're these. I got them from here because, mm-hmm. yeah, there you go. So then I kept doing that for a while. But then mm-hmm. for me, mm-hmm. it kind of gets boring. You're like, man, what do I do now? The same thing yeah. every day. And I was like, man, how can I make this more exciting for me so i'd change places all the time i'd start i'd leave with, yeah ass <laughs> right in front of the camera and that one i did a couple it. times which was hilarious <laughs> <laughs> those always did really well female female <laughs> my, engagement my wow. percentage exactly it's so true <laughs> oh my god there's one there's one where a bunch of women just comment on it and they're like you need to go inside. It's raining. That that stack of firewood looks good. And then there's like guys like that's not high enough. You're being a bitch. You got it needs to be ten feet taller. And I was like, I remember I got pissed when I read that. I was like, why don't you come split wood with me? And then he never responded. And I was yeah, like, right, exactly. I was like, then you do it. <laughs> I was wet and cold, and I got sick after this, man. I was like, I I worked my tail for this, <laughs> and everyone liked it. Every I got forty percent 
female engagement. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah right, exactly. Normally nice. it's like 10. <laughs> it's Your girlfriend's like, like, I don't know why you even have to do those. I don't even think they're that, that's uh, not even that good. If that's what she said. And she'd be like, you gotta, you gotta do more outfits. You gotta be more, you gotta be more slutty. Like, more open your shirts, show your butt you more. Wear the tight pants that you don't like. <laughs> take take your boot off and get the real weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I the, did toes get those. I got so many messages because you, you post hey. every day. You get funny stuff. Yeah, I yeah. oh, I will tell you the secret. I meant I was never gonna tell anyone. A musician <laughs> I'm obsessed with. I love his music. I played it. I won't say his name just in case his mom hears his podcast. <laughs> she messaged me. She's like, "I love what you do. Stoicism." art life you're just a man you just are simple and a good man i was like i don't know if you could judge that based off of my content but sure <laughs> so i'm talking to his mom and she's like i want you to date my daughter i'm like i can't do that i have a girlfriend we've been together a long time this is weird i told her about it she's laughing jack was like you should have said yes we could have gone to the concert for free and i was like this is true because he came and toured in san diego and i was like this is going to be so, I was like, maybe I was like, but I would have to go with the daughter. And funny enough, <laughs> they're like, no, not the concert in, in San Diego. She wanted me to go to New York. Like she was trying oh, to pay for a ticket, like all oh, of so this the, stuff. She wanted to hook you up with the musician. Yes. Well, the musician's oh, daughter. I was oh, like, the musician was well, his sister. Sister, right? Yeah, it was so funny though. And the other day, she liked the last day of the challenge, and I was like, "I'm not gonna get involved." <laughs> I was like, "I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say anything." They sent me a message. You're in an area where I never check. Either if you're in my general messages, that's work, or if you're yeah, in yeah. my requested, I never check those. <laughs> I only check them if it's like acts related. Otherwise, it's full of like weird people trying to reach yeah, out, exactly. sell you something that yep. you don't want. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will. I don't think I ever responded, Daniel. But I, I was refreshing myself on on your music choices and trying to trying to figure out your vibe because I don't think I listen to your music ever because I always look at Instagram on mute, so I just don't hear anybody's so anything. <laughs> Unless someone's like screaming or you hear something, you're like, I want to hear what, what was that, you know? So then hearing your music choices, all good stuff, and then forgetting and then remembering that you used a Pushing Giants song. I did. That's right. Which then uh, I appreciate. I was like, oh, this is me. Like, okay. <laughs> I thought it was so cool. So I, I don't have any friends. Well, now I have friends who are musicians. Like some, I use someone's music and they followed me on Instagram and we chat and they're like, I love what you do. I'm like, well, your music's awesome. So thanks. I don't think they still follow me to this day, but it was still cool to have somebody be like, hey, this is cool. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no, I actually loved that song. I did that early on because I heard in a yeah. podcast on your podcast Devin was like yeah I made music and I was like what I was like this sounds awesome so I had I was obsessed and I found it I listened to every song and that one was my favorite so I'm nice. like I even knew the words I was like yep I'm gonna play that one I mean it's because it. I admire musicians because it's something my brain cannot figure out I do mm. I have tried so hard in my entire family to learn a like an instrument but everyone knows how to play something except for me oh no can play the pianos they can they can play the guitar they can play the box drum thing they can do whatever (laughs) the ukulele the violin and i'm like 
I can't do this. <laughs> I've tried. <laughs> I have spent, I was doing it in tandem with the, uh, the challenge. I was like, I'm going to learn oh, to play right. the guitar. And I'm like, I'm not learning to play the guitar. My brain cannot <laughs> comprehend hand placement, chords, mm. and playing, and strumming. <laughs> it's just too much. I guess I'm just not that coordinated. I've tried a lot. <laughs> I, I can, I can, uh, sympathize because I, um, I play the guitar, but I, but like drums, it's just, it's just too much. Oh, yeah. Like I cannot do it. Like I can, I can hold like a drum line for like four beats and then my feet, <laughs> and my hands do not sync up anymore. Oh, yeah. Like I can't think like both feet and both hands all doing things that sound like I just can't do it. It's just too much. <laughs> I mean, the only thing I can do musically is sing. So I'm obsessed yeah, nice. with music. So my music yeah. flows everything I listen to. Like yeah. I'm one of those people who loves all types and all forms of music, whether that be jazz, country, mm. just Beethoven and anything. I listen mm. to anything and everything. And I'm constantly yeah. searching for sounds I like. And that's how it goes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, I'm going to do a, uh, well, I, I was going to recommend something else, but for those who, I guess if you're not finding that you can learn like the basic chords on guitar, it's not working for you. There's this thing called a strum stick. It's a, um, what do they call it? Like a dulcimer or something like that. Right. Where mm. it's tuned. I think it's three or four strings and it's tuned to a certain way. And the frets are spaced out in a certain way where you can't really hit a bad note. And if you can already sing, Daniel, then <laughs> ah. then you can pick a key and it, you can make it sound really good. Like uh, I dated a girl once who she just had one around and I used to play it all like I stopped playing the guitar. Like she had a guitar, too, but I just messed around on that because it was so easy. Oh, and it, so it's like fun. it's like one hundred and seventy bucks. I think it's a small American company, a guy. It's called like. Let me see. Hang on. Uh, Mc, McNally Strumstick. Ah. It's this tiny little, it looks like a little backpacking guitar. It almost looks like a tiny little broom, but it's tuned to where you can't really, yeah, you can't really mess up. That's, That's awesome. awesome. And, and, and it's awesome. not like a, a, a stupid childish thing. I mean, it can, it, it's a really good sounding little instrument that I want to, I've been trying to, I found a used one in like, Wyoming, I might, I might, I might, I got a guitar center. I've been looking, I'm looking for him, but uh, you might, you might want to try that. It's really cool. You do. Awesome. Don't test me. I will totally try this. It sounds like <laughs> I'm like, whenever I love knowledge and I love learning things. So I constantly <laughs> am searching for stuff. Like my pages of TikTok or Instagram are just full of different things to learn from. So oh, yeah. if no, I can learn great. to play any instrument, you had me at that. It's like, <laughs> it sounds like a little country guitar kind of picker, kind of like you uh, can do bluegrass country kind of sounding like old timey stuff. It's great. It's like the harmonica of guitars. <laughs> easy easy right. to learn. And then you can also just make obscene, ridiculous absurdities of sound. I remember listening to my younger brother because everyone learned the harmonica except oh, for me. Oh, <laughs> so I remember having those in the house and they would just just sometimes just for no reason just make loud noises it didn't even have to be a good sound <laughs> it was like oh that hurt my ears <laughs> you get your strum stick and you'll only be able to play in one key so but, sounds good to me but you will be able to play and make up songs and sing along to stuff that sounds nice. like so much fun yeah <laughs> oh, that'll be fun 
All right. Um, so, Daniel, we want you to um, tell us a disaster story. And for those Oof. people who are listening and for you who are, you know, a listener, we love disaster stories because they they bring us all down to the same level. Like kind of like what you were saying about bucking, bucking, you know, like he's just a dude living over there doing his own thing. Like he's got a good disaster story, you know, had trees on fall, fall on him, was killing him, you know, like, and so all of us have these disaster stories, especially as makers, people who make things and people who um, struggle and toil with trying to make something good. And then we see we're in this day and age where everyone just posts this like final beautiful thing you know you see this like it's all edited down you see this beautiful thing so we've i think there's the reality of what makers are is a little bit out of touch in the in the social media world and not exactly but like if you're just glossing over things it's easy to just think everyone who's out there doesn't ever make mistakes but we do we all make mistakes we all have disasters so we love to ask our guests to tell a disaster story so do you have one for our listeners i've got got two but one i'll just keep to making and i'll tell you tell you later if we have time okay (laughs) so my favorite so every year i do the act secret santa giveaway right you build an axe i came up with this idea because of axe junkies i did it based off of them right so i did it on instagram and i did it for junkies which was great yeah yeah yeah. problem being i was working a job at the time so i only had two hours every day to work in my shop after work Mm. so i i finished the axe i built this beautiful tazzy it's a it's a craftsman five pound beautiful thing and i tried doing laminated insert swells something i'd never done where you cut into the wood about like Mm. half the way and then put Mm. two pieces of wood on there and you're like this Mm. is gonna be awesome (laughs) that takes away so much strength (laughs) (laughs) and you find this out (laughs) when you only have a sliver of wood left and you go and swing it and you Mm. and you're like i was so satisfied with it it was such a cool pattern a shape i had built a sheath i was like it's gonna (laughs) go to him he's gonna love it and the second swing, I go to do what's called a deflection, which I learned mm-hmm. from Bucken, where you split wood and you push it apart, right? By deflecting and slamming the axe head into the piece that you're working on. Right, twisting it. Yeah, yeah and that sends a bunch of G-force straight into the handle. <laughs> so mm-hmm. if it's not perfect, or if there's imperfections, the vibrations will destroy stuff. Oh. So it was awesome. I slam it sideways. The head bounces with the half of the handle because it's now in half in my hands. And it breaks. <laughs> and you're like, oh. And I'm not, I've never gotten hurt because uh. I always keep myself off that center line. I, I keep the axe away from me, doing the work, and I launch it and it just goes flying. And I'm like, yeah. I had a feeling this would happen. I was like, oh. man, and you're just, I sat there for a second, I think for 10 <laughs> minutes, just staring at it like, uh-huh. what am I going to do? I have a day to get this put together and shipped out. So I like messaged the guy and I was like, hey, my axe is going to be late. And I was like, what am I going to do? I I, uh, I called up Keen Timber, which is uh, yeah. Zach on Instagram. And I was like, Zach, I need a handle like tomorrow and he like sent it to me and it got there like the next day i was like perfect nice. <laughs> and i put it i put something together i've used the same head just put it together and sent him a bunch of stuff and he was stoked but i was just devastated i still think about oh. the, the break to this day so whenever i'm testing axes i build i always do the flick do every the time just to see i'm like 
is this gonna break i was like <sighs> i torture test things before i send it to people i'm like i use it like you're not supposed to use an axe <laughs> i go right. and just destroy it try to uh. at least <laughs> but that was the worst oh, it was man. bad that's rough <sighs> man i uh that it's funny i i I want to say that I don't torture step test stuff when I send it. Um, when I've sent things out to other people, like for one, well, you're usually think, not selling it for one. Yeah, 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 right. But like, so for stuff that I'm giving away, of course, it's there's a little bit, it's a little different. But I think it's more the, it's just the experience of hanging so many axes that. I think that I'm confident enough. Like I, if there's, if there's something that I've done that I'm hesitant, then, then I'll probably just not send it or I'll put it on new. Like I could usually tell before if it's going to be an ax that lasts a long time or not. So I don't know if it's yeah. that, maybe that's like too bold, but, um, but I mean the hand, <laughs> I mean the, the wood can have imperfections that might make it split. And like, sometimes right. you can't even yeah. see the imperfections. Yeah. 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 Which yeah, sucks. Yeah, no, you'll have true. like perfectly, grain oriented wood you'll do yeah. everything right and then all of a sudden you go and swing it just in pieces <laughs> like, yeah i don't understand <laughs> i did have i did have one axe that i sent out uh, a buddy of mine asked for me he asked he actually commissioned me to make an axe for a friend of his and i did and and sure enough like i he, he his buddy used it like two or three times and it broke and i was like what because i remember even saying to him i was like no that's gonna be great like he, he should he, and because he was like he's not really good you know he's not a um you know he's not like an axe guy he doesn't have a lot of experience i was like, okay well i'll just like i'll overbuild the handle a little bit so i'll make i'll leave it a little thicker and whatnot Dude. and sure enough i was like what and you know it broke and there was some imperfection inside so i just you know i got it back and hung on another one and sent it back to him but i think there's I like a like, fine man. line of like too thick and too thin yeah because like yeah, yeah the own weight of the handle sometimes it'll just break it and oh, like yeah. i used to not think that and then i've shaped <laughs> enough handles where i'm like sometimes yep. this just happens <laughs> and right, it, exactly. it happens all the time because <laughs> you'll make it too thick and you just start yep. swinging it it's like swinging an oversized baseball bat that has like yeah. an extra pound of weight <laughs> right exactly <laughs> that landing yeah. on any solid edge will destroy an axe faster mm -hmm. than than anything and i've mm. i've seen it <laughs> i just had yeah. that last or two weeks ago where i was teaching people oh. and they're like they're like did that just happen i was like yeah and i was like i never care about the handle man i only care about you when i'm teaching i'm like you're right. the person yeah. that matters the tool breaking that's just a tool breaking man right you're yeah. you're not irre you're irreplaceable the tool is replaceable i can build another yeah. handle i can't yeah. have another you <laughs> it's true man yeah that's great sometimes that's wild, man. Yeah, that's. Uh, um, I was thinking back. I I had written down a note to talk a little bit about the uh, the Secret Santa, the axe, mm. uh, you know, kind of the that group that you put together, and that was that's that's been a really fun like thing that you've done now for two years, which I've been involved in for both both years. Um, I think I I got. Uh, freebie is that it is oh my freebie gosh, you got brent or yeah brent. so i got he 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 was my he sent his axe to me this year oh, and then yeah. the and last year was uh steven deforest oh that's um, so funny 
And the, <laughs> the first year I had Brandon Roost. And uh, I was like, shit, man, I got to hang an axe for like the axe handle guy. You know, like, <laughs> and I, and awesome. I met Brandon before. And so like, I was like, oh man, I even, and it's funny. Cause I had a bunch of like, you know, I have house handles, which are really inexpensive, but I really like the way they do. Like I like their handles and they're good oh, for like dude. when I'm making stuff for me. I bought their handles because of you and like yeah. that, like they were just good stuff. It was just yeah. fun. And sometimes yeah. you get horrible stuff right yeah exactly they're <laughs> they're a little good. hit or miss but like <laughs> yeah but they're always there they're always in stock you know they got yeah. lots of stuff you know and if you're just doing stuff for yourself which usually i'm hanging for myself or just giving stuff away Same. um you know i like it but i was like looking through all my stock and i was like oh i can't i can't use like a pre-made one i got it i was like what am i thinking i gotta make a handle for brandon so, <laughs> so awesome. you know it's so funny is i remember freebie like messaging me a couple times being like dude i can't believe i got him i'm like what do you think he wants and i'm like because he has a good collection of axes he's like i yeah, he yeah. felt intimidated and i understand i made yeah. you an axe once and i was yeah, still intimidated. Right. <laughs> oh, even to this day i'm like man i wish i could redo that i've built so many now i'm like oh i, wanna, I just want to fix that one again you know it's, it lives with dust i want to make a nice one. <laughs> i was uh i was just listening to um the working hands podcast and those guys they they host the maker swap at maker camp each year and they were talking about um this last episode they did they were kind of really going into the maker swap and like what what they expected what they want to make sure people understand about it you know like there's there's a level of craftsmanship and a level of maker quality that you need to put in Mm -hmm. because when you when you put something in you should be and this is what i've said in the past and i've got actually like um uh blackthorn what's it um keith from blackthorn concepts he's he actually messed with me he was like you got it right on the head like <laughs> if i'm gonna make something i want to i want to make something that i would be super excited to get yes. you know and like <laughs> so that's like you got to put something in that you know that if you would be excited to get it back then someone else would be getting Dude, excited but um so true. yeah but the one thing that they said was like you know if if you're a younger a newer maker like make make the thing that you like to make like make something you're proud of if it's not the best thing that you've ever made in your life if five years down the line you're making way better stuff that's still a moment in time in your maker you know evolution that the person that's getting that is is has now a piece of that maker journey you know and i think that's that's super cool Uh, that's always like i like that idea. also we're we're talking about it i think everyone we kept like as long as we can see that you put time into it. Yeah, time. Yeah. That's the main thing. Because if you come out with a, like, I don't know, a, a leather coaster that's been, like, etched on with a machine <laughs> or something, yeah. like, then it's like, come on, we know you, it took you, like, 4.5 seconds. Yeah, to yeah cut you that cut out. this thing out <laughs> and then you, like, typed something into a machine or something, yeah. or made a sticker yeah. or something. It's like, we know this didn't take, just even if it's not, the greatest thing if i think if they can see that you you spent a lot of time on it that right, people will yeah. still appreciate it oh 100 yeah. like yeah, my yeah. oldest brother refuses to give or second oldest brother refuses to give me the axe i made for him because <laughs> he gave me the name and i was like i gotta build him something and i every year i would keep trying to build something better and now i like feel so proud of what i make and that he just won't let me have the axe back and build him something better. I'm like, oh. He's like, it's because it's a part of the journey. My maker's journey yeah, is forever right, right. immortalized in that tool, just like it is yeah. with you. And that's like the best. And what you're saying about um, building something you want, 
That is my favorite thing to do for people Mm. in general. I like to get to know somebody when I'm building them an axe. I'm not just building you an axe. I'm building you, to me, in my own way. I never even talk about it as art. But people are like, it's just so beautiful. I don't want to put it Mm. down. I don't want to use it. And I'm like, no, (laughs) use it, abuse it, break it. We'll build something better next time. Because my best thing I've ever made just hasn't happened yet. It's just, it's Mm. always that next axe or next Mm -hmm. table it's it's because it's new and exciting and that Mm -hmm. idea behind it gets you excited about making stuff like sometimes i remember making axes and i'm like i'm bored i want to do something else (laughs) and you just you gotta keep it alive you gotta keep chasing keep that fire you have inside alive and you do something else yeah yeah Yeah, it's a it's a a stamp in time it's uh i was watching a video wes anderson the director was talking about like, should you go back and change movies? Even if there's something you think's offensive in it, he's like, it, you understand that it's a, it's a, a place in time. And that's a part of what it is. And you shouldn't go back and like retouch things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously if it's something crucial to the you know, messed up something on the Jeep or something, you can go back and fix it. <laughs> yeah, but if exactly. it's something it's, it's, it's yeah it's a stamp in time it's a you don't don't change it you got something that's what i hate when like old bands it's like remastered album or something it's like no don't remaster (laughs) that it's good the first time (laughs) it's we all like it it's okay like so so, i've got i got a kind of funny story so uh, i'd say some sometime in the last say six months or eight months um i was uh like looking into like thinking about making like been making wooden swords and thinking about making um yeah real swords right and so thinking about like sheath construction and and, you know doing leather over top of wood and stuff and watching all these different videos and one of the one of the channels i really like is uh todd's workshop um todd uh, i think i forget his last name but he's a british guy and he does he does tons of prop um weapon making for movies and films like you know he did he did a bunch of stuff for the show the witcher and and he has a really great youtube channel and he's like really unassuming a really easygoing guy and just shows talks about cool stuff but um he was showing some stuff with cheese and stuff and talking about um that you need to make sure that the wood you're using for the inside of a sheath isn't an acidic wood that's going to rust the seal and so what they what he typically uses is poplar which is like the cheapest and easiest wood to find like at least here on the east coast you know it's like if i go to home depot poplar is the cheapest thing that's there and there's tons of it always so like oh that's great so i'm like watching it and then i something in my head some little light bulb in my head went off and i remembered like i hadn't used the axe that you made for me in a while and i had it in the sheath that you made which you made a wooden sheath oh man and i was like huh let me go down and check that and i went down and I like took the sheath off and the whole bit is completely rusted. That is so funny. Isn't oh that crazy? Gosh. I was like, oh. I mean, it's oh not like, not like leather. it's all surface rust, you know? So I was oh, like, yeah, exactly. I just took it to the scotch right and it all came off. But I was yeah, like, exactly. huh. Imagine that. I was like, well, I probably should tell Daniel that just to like, it just, forever just to give remember that. this and too. Of course, now it's, now it's on the podcast so and now the whole world gets it. Throw you, under, throw you under the bus. We got him. <laughs> oh, we got him. 
I feel honored to be gotten. This is awesome. No, but it was it's such a beautiful, like, I love that chief. It, like, it's such a, like, I had, I had maybe seen a few other people randomly doing stuff with wooden cheese. I was like, that's such a cool idea. And then when you, like, the one you made for me came with that. It was like, that such a cool wood mask. I was like, it's great. And I, like, I used it and I kept putting it in and out of it and never really thought about it until then. And I was like, huh. You know, it had been in long enough and it just enough of that, whatever there, it was like, Yep, the moisture is like, yep, we're gonna we're gonna rest this just a little bit. <laughs> so now it's just uh, now it's just down in the basement, the nice my damp basement with all the rest of the stuff yeah, just slowly slowly yeah, like And and the, the the wooden mask is sitting up on my little shelf there as a, a memento. That's what WD forty is for. <laughs> yeah, right. Time. Exactly. I use that trick yeah. all the time. Uh huh. It's oh, so funny. Now we know. <laughs> oh, now you know. We're just educating people on little exactly. things they didn't know. You know, it's right. like all yeah. of those different hits. Yeah. <laughs> and you can use wood. Just you know, you got to yeah. make sure it's the it's the, like a non tannic or whatever it is. Exactly. Yeah. Get, get the cheapest right. stuff there is. Exactly. Yeah. It's not going to look pretty, but uh, just do some veneer on the outside. You'll be fine. Right. <laughs> I actually thought about messaging uh, uh, Stephen DeForest to be like, hey, do you know about this? Because I know he does a lot of stuff with like the welt. He'll do leather and like composite and stuff in between for his masks. And that's so cool. It's like, if you if you don't know, think about it. Because like I wouldn't have never thought about it, you know, like until it's the, like looking into like sword making and sheaths for swords and, you know, scabbards yeah. and stuff. I was like, hmm. How about that? You learn something new all the time. I think that's so freaking cool. I love it. Yeah. I think I think I'll talk about what I learned most about this challenge. Yeah. I think yeah. for me it was like I think the best lesson I'll leave everyone with is mm. I learned that there's nothing I can't do. Like mm. a year of time, people are always like, "Oh, a year later, I'm going to do this someday, one day." Mm. Instead of being someday or one day, why don't you make it day one? Make it day mm -hmm. one mm -hmm. and see where you end up. I think being there in it every day, making it happen, I am a whole different human being than I was mm. a year ago. Mm. A year mm -hmm. ago, I was a different guy. I was a little mm. bit more sad, a little bit more hurt, but I was still me. But mm. I don't see anything in my life I can't handle. And that means anything there even if it's gonna hurt and it's something i don't want to face i usually pick that thing first to go head on and i mm. need it and i do it first that is the first thing i will go and tackle the things mm. i do not want to do every day mm. become the things i do first because i don't want to do them i'm gonna put so much more time and effort into them and they end up being some of my favorite things mm. <laughs> and that's how life goes you're just gonna one day decide to change your mindset and go and and yep. nothing becomes too challenging too difficult mm. it just becomes life <laughs> yeah and yeah that's how it is i'm i i love that people are like what are you gonna do next what is what are you what is what is what am i gonna see every day if you're yeah. you're not gonna see anything i'm gonna keep living and be the person i am every day even if you're not there I mean, I miss it. I miss my morning posts. Right. But I think I miss it just because I'm like chatting with people or picking out good songs and finding yeah. quotes that just inspire me to keep chasing after this dream of life. Yeah. And my dream of life isn't to be famous. It isn't to make a lot of money or or to do a brand. Like I, I don't see myself as an Instagram being my brand. I see it as my life. I'm just 
a person trying to be the best human being I can be and lift as many people up as I can be. I want to be the guy no one remembers. I want to be the guy no one cares about. I just want to be a good person. I want you to just Mm -hmm. remember me as a guy who gave everything I had to everyone else. I don't need much in life. I just want to see everybody smile. So whenever I get the chance, I just put that out there. And that's always how I'm going to be. I hope. I'll I try. think um, that like the, the what resonated me with me the most, what you just said was like, you want to be remembered as a good guy. Right. And that is, is few and far between in this day and age, like with this, like where everyone's digging up. There's just like, I think people, unfortunately just people are not well how i say this (laughs) like i think i think people are good i think people are good in general um i think we see the bad people because they're the ones that are pushed in front of us um and but to be remembered as a good person right that is like you know, it's, it's, I think there's a level of fame there that is more quote unquote famous than a normal fame from any other type of like, you know, extraordinary thing that you did in the past that now came to light and now you're blah, blah, blah. And, you know, yeah. like that, I, I want to be remembered as like a person who was good through and through, you know, like the, maybe they weren't perfect their entire life, but everyone remembers them as a good person. Like they, the, uh, someone that you liked, you knew left something behind that affected people around you. And like you said, you made them smile. You made them feel better about themselves. Exactly. I think that that's hard to do because I think innate, like there's an innate, you know, selfishness in people. That's hard to do that. And if you can reach that goal in life, that's, I think that's one of the top goals. I agree hundred percent. I will say it's not easy. Like I'm definitely <laughs> yeah. just a person. Like some days yeah. I'm like, why did somebody pull into my driveway trying to like, to hit my truck i'm like dude i just got this i'm like ah i'm a person i'm i'm a person right just Mm -hmm. like everybody else but you choose to instead of being i'm gonna be angry at them i'm gonna curse them out i need to get Mm -hmm. in their face be like hey do you need help are you lost Mm -hmm. do you need Mm -hmm. something how can i help you instead of this interaction being negative and hateful and and a waste for you I I choose to never waste my energy on anything negative. So even when people Mm. would comment being like, you don't know how to split wood, uh, sometimes it did get away from me. I did remember messaging just to troll people. I was like, (laughs) I didn't message anybody. I was just like, bye. I always would type bye and then block them and they never saw my stuff. I never deleted it. I left it up because I always thought that was funny. funny. But but you, you just don't embrace any of that negative energy. And it kind of changes your life. You don't see any interaction as like bad or it's just another interaction. Like funny enough, I was, I was working on a truck. I just posted this on my Instagram last Mm. week and it was six years ago now, I think. And they stopped. I was just underneath a Jeep working on it with my younger brother. And I felt a car pull up and I was like, these people must be lost. And I was like, who the heck are they? like okay maybe i'll go talk to them and i used that idea that was just who i was was just hey do you need something are you lost that was just who i was even to this day funny enough yeah and lo and behold it became one of my best friends who was for for now five years or six years of (laughs) being friends (laughs) he was a photographer and we came from two completely different worlds Mm. and instead of this 
you're trespassing, get off my property. It was, hey, are you lost? Can I help you? Became this beautiful friendship. <laughs> That's awesome. And they're coming yeah. up on Saturday, so it's kind of <laughs> awesome. And when you uh, when you posted that that post, I saw that, and and you were like talking about it, and um, you know, like you were mentioning the photograph that he took of you on that day, and that was like you know from his perspective, that was one of the pictures, the photographs that he like loved the most. But then, like, you didn't put it in that post, that okay. photograph. The I'm like, <laughs> where's the? I was waiting, like, where's the photograph? And then I think it was like in your stories or something. Yeah, like, it came it. up later, and I was like, there uh, it is. That's I the just, photo. I felt like I didn't have. I, I hate. I would hate for somebody to feel as if yeah, I'm taking yeah. their work. So yeah, I tried. Yeah, I've yeah. never tried to like post anything from anybody else. So right, I right. just kind of left it as the like set piece. You yeah, could see it yeah. if you weren't actually watching the video. <laughs> but right, it wasn't even yeah. that one i liked that one because you could see my face but his favorite is the one with my welding mask and it's got jagged teeth all over it and like a crazy monster looking thing and just imagine meeting somebody wearing that asking if you need help (laughs) it's just like the best part and then he's like and then you i lifted the mask and he just sees this kid this this 18 year old kid going oh What's up? I was like, cool. Yeah, so you, you look like a grown man sitting at me there. I was like, yep, I'm a child. <laughs> I'm a child. <laughs> Gosh. You're funny. like, I'm just a nice guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And funny enough, I am the same age now as when he met me that time oh, ago. Cool. So crazy. And we just like got back together and he's like, it's crazy to think about. Like, I was like, we became friends and I was 18. I was like, I don't yeah. know how we became friends, but <laughs> fascinating. <laughs> oh, That's wild. It's so yeah. true. You never know. And you know, again, like you could have, you could have easily just gone the negative route or even just the kind of ambivalent route, like yeah. just ignore them there or whatever. And been like, you know, can I help you but send them on their way without anything else, you know, and yeah. it could have been, and, and you would have never had that experience of this, like, you know, building a really beautiful, like relationship that blossomed out of just that one decision to be positive. Dude. And it's, and it's just that little choice. Some, and it's mm. never big. It's never like, Oh, I need to, mm. I, I need to self-sacrifice and be this amazing person, do all this great, beautiful stuff in life. No, you just, life is about doing little actions of kindness in like the most simple way that really impacts people. Like I used to send stickers out to people who would ask, even if they were halfway around the world, I'd just send them, I don't ask for anything. I'm like, you want a sticker? I mean, I haven't made stickers in months because I've been <laughs> busy doing X stuff, but, uh, yeah, right. but I loved doing that. Why? Because it yeah. gave somebody something and they appreciated it more than anyone ever will. And mm. it's those little actions that add up. It's like, how do you have a great, successful marriage and stuff and relationships? Yep. It's all the little stuff. And like, mm-hmm. you just True. won't realize something you think isn't important will be important to them forever. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Um, before we wrap it up, <laughs> there was a, a time I, I dated a girl, wasn't meant to be. But I would keep thinking of things to do, right? As you're like driving around, like, ooh, flowers. Ooh, this. Wouldn't it be cool if I like just surprised her with this? But I never did it. It was just these thoughts. 
And then (laughs) my girlfriend after her, which is my wife now, anytime that thought of a good thing floats into your head, do it. Mm. Like whether it's, it's sent, it's, it's kind of, it lands in your lap for some reason. And then I was like, I'm, anytime I think of that, like, oh, look, flowers, or I think she'd like this, or a stupid, like, balloon. There's a, I, I, got, a, I got her a turd emoji balloon <laughs> before we were married, and it's sitting on her desk right next to me right now. Oh, that is <laughs> it's so one of funny. It's one of those balloons on a stick, and somehow oh, it's lasted, God. like, six, seven years. That's amazing. So, oh, my God, I love that. I mean, you can use that in general <laughs> towards any, anyone. Like, oh, it'd be cool yeah. if I did this for this person. Oh, if it, it floats into your brain, just do it. Do it. Oh, yeah. It's so true. Yeah. <laughs> so then when you when you want to use the good guy discount, <laughs> then you know it's a real thing, right? Because like, exactly. well, I'm the good guy. Like, <laughs> That's right. Because I did all the good guy things. I do all things. the good guy stuff. I'm a good guy. It's so funny is I go places in my local community and they always feel the obligation to give me a discount just because I've done so much for them. And I'm like, I, right. you don't have to. I just like to come here <laughs> to support you because – I really enjoy you being here. You don't have right. to. I'm not, I don't do any. I always like to tell people I never do anything special. I'm just doing the bare minimum a good person should do every yeah. day. It's just. Yep. That's it. Well, that's yep. that's the opposite side of it. That's like the you're. <laughs> exactly. It's like a good guy. Like, what's the opposite of a discount? <laughs> a markup. A markup. Mark yeah. Yeah. yeah like exactly. like I was looking for a. Uh, you know, like tin ceilings you see in diners or something, right? Yeah. With the yeah. patterns. Mm-hmm. Me and my wife were looking for them. We just needed one panel, and you can't buy one panel of anything. <laughs> but we've been looking for like a year, and we found it at a yard sale at the local fire department. Um, they were having like a flea market, and the guy, I was like, there was like four of them. I was like, oh, look. I was like, we've been looking. And then you try to buy one on Amazon, like one of them, it's like 30 or 40 bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, or or we tried to buy it at like an antique place. They won like a hundred, crazy. <laughs> um, and like, hey, how much can I get one of these? He's like, I ah, can just take them all. I was like, well, we just need one. He's like, two bucks. <laughs> I was like, I was like, wait for one. He's like, no, for all of them. And there's like another piece of aluminum there. You can take them. <laughs> I was like, what? I and then I I gave him. I think I gave him like five bucks or whatever I had. <laughs> he was like, right, he yeah. was like, you sure? I was like, we were, I was in my mind ready to pay like 20 or 30 bucks for him. <laughs> so that's the opposite. So the good you, guy if, markup. If, yeah, yeah. The right. good guy markup. If you were ready to pay four times that. more, just give yes. him the, give him a double what he wanted. <laughs> right. Exactly. Oh my God. I do that all the time. It was like, yeah. I met this guy the other day to get one of my dream chainsaws. And I was like, I got it. I finally got it. And he's trying to give me another chainsaw. That's my dream saw. But I'm like, no, don't, I don't need that. I'm going to come back for it. I was like, dude, we bonded. We're friends. I will come back. And I sent him a video of the saw running and he got so excited. He's like, no, nice. and I'm like, no, here's the money. I'm coming back for the other one. Yeah. Another time. No, for that, <laughs> for that, it's, it's definitely worth it. It's like yeah. uh, what Adam Savage says. He's um, don't, don't try and discount somebody when you know you're getting something of so much more value. Mm. Like, yeah. Yeah. I totally love true. that. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, that was that was that's a good quote. And yeah, that was was that on his like uh he got that bin of 
handles or something? Oh my is that God, what you're thinking you about? It too, that I love that. Exactly. Yeah, that, <laughs> we all love. We Dude, love that. We're big, Maria. big Tesky fans. Yeah. Same. But I that was such a yeah. Lester, so I was yeah. like, oh, he's been a huge <laughs> part of like my making life. Like, yeah, I built yep. an apron because he made an apron. Oh and, yeah, like, yeah. I made the same one. Like, and I wear it every day. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, not as good, but uh, still so good. good. <laughs> and he's such a positive person, right? You know, it's Absolutely. like he, he cannot go wrong. Yeah, no, seriously. Nice. All right. Well, let's uh, let's wrap it up, and we like we always love to do wrap it up with some recommendations. So, uh, Daniel, you want to start us off? You have something right. you'd like to recommend or something? I'll recommend a book, and surprisingly, right. it's not about stoicism. It's just about <laughs> life. <laughs> if you're ever like feeling down, or just like in general want to like change your life, reading a book really opens up doors. Mm-hmm. It'll just change your mind mentally, and it kind of. Mm-hmm. 100% for me did it's the um the subtle art of how not to give a fuck and oh, yeah. it's by Mark Manson <laughs> and I think it's my favorite book I've reread passages and it's helped me look at everything in my life whether it be my uncle passing or or anything anything good or bad all in the same light mm. and it's not about just how not to care because something didn't go your way no it's how not to care because something can go your way it's not mm. it's not the action leading to the result it's the result because of the action you get to mm. you get to dive in headfirst and see everything differently because i'm i'm actually dyslexic so sometimes i say numbers backwards when i'm reading so i hate reading aloud or giving speeches so i have to memorize everything right mm, yeah well this book kind of gave me a way to look at everything differently and that's why i look at everything differently nothing's ever a problem it's just how am i going to find a solution or is it the solution and it's a good book it's that's it's awesome. a good one Nice. You said uh, Mark Manson is the yeah, author? Mark Manson. Okay. I also read another book, nice. which I haven't gotten to read yet because it's it's not in my possession. It's funny enough, gotcha. my girlfriend bought this book when we were at Target for herself. So like she had two of them. <laughs> and I was just staying the weekend with her, and I was like, I started reading it. I was like, <laughs> I like this. So then it just kind of came home with me. <laughs> and it became a part of my collection, and I still keep trying to give it back to her so she can read it, but... It, it just doesn't work out every time. Every time I put it in your car, somehow it ends up back in my room. I don't, I don't know. It's, it's like it's, it's meant to be mine. I really need to buy her a copy. I'm, I'm yeah, bad yeah. at that. But I, it's, it's such a good book. I, oh, nice. I genuinely didn't think words could change anything in my life until I mm. read that book. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then it kind of opened my eyes to everything. Mm. That's awesome. Book. Nice. And your girlfriend was like, he just doesn't care anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I should have gave you that stupid book. (laughs) (laughs) I'm completely unbothered, as she says. Literally, there's nothing in life that'll bother me. Like, we'll be. That's awesome. I've driven somewhere, and I'm like, they almost killed us. And she's, I'm like, yeah, and we're just, we're still alive. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's so bad. I am am pissed at you. Well, you know, I just don't (laughs) give a fuck. (laughs) 
exactly. She's like, how can you go to bed like, mad if I'm like mad a- at you? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. It's weird. You should read this book. <laughs> I'm just so chill just all the time. pisses her off even more. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> oh, I could out myself right now because she's still mad. And I'm like, yeah, I just, oh, yeah. But I won't. I won't do that. <laughs> She'll hear this and laugh and be like, yeah. yeah. You're still, I'm still mad at you. It was like, uh, Devin was like, yeah, if you think it, just bring it. I saw a 3D film camera at the at my friend's store, and I was I just uh, thought of mm. her, and I was like, maybe she'll want it. But I was like, it was so funky looking. I didn't know anything about the camera. So I was like, I won't buy it. I'll uh, Maybe I'll come back. And then, uh. like, she calls me today, and we're chatting, and I was talking about how I got a new camera. And I told her about that film one. She's like, Daniel, I need that. Um, I've been looking. They're hard to find, and they're expensive. <laughs> and he's like... Well, my friend gave me this camera, so I, like, call him. I was like, hey, how much can I buy this camera from you? <laughs> He's like, I haven't priced it yet, but uh, I'll get back to you. I was like, okay. Uh, I'm like, no matter what it is, just tell me. I will get it. I should have nice. just taken it then and there, but I didn't. Uh, <laughs> it was so bad. Dang. Uh, yeah, if we would just had the podcast last week, you would have uh, been like, man, it would have been so like, true. Been I would have been like, oh, anything I think money right now. it. Oh, I would have, it would have been perfect. perfect. <laughs> All right, Deb, what do you have? Um, right, it's either tested videos or meat eater videos. Um, <laughs> Two um, people that don't need, don't need recommendations, right. but I love it. <laughs> no, I just watched the uh, meat eater. I told the last podcast where they just put out a season on YouTube. Yeah, I put out the new season. But yeah, the uh, yeah. they just put out an episode on spear fishing, and it's like one of my favorite meat eater episodes of all time. Oh, cool. Because they just clean up everything they want, they get. Like, it's so fun to see that on meat eater because so many times they don't get anything. (laughs) Yeah. So it's it's just them, like, tearing it up. Every fish they they think of, they they get. Really, really fun episode. I feel like probably the majority of the meat eater videos I've watched, they don't get anything. It's just about the experience. That's great. It's definitely 50 50. So this one was a blast. And it just came out on YouTube full free. So nice. (laughs) All right. So my recommendation this week is uh, Empire of Dirt 101 on Instagram. Um, this is, uh, Chris Cash from not Philip metalworks is starting a kind of maker collective website, um, purely because he wants to have more people have access to more people. Like he's not, he doesn't want to take any profit from it. He's going to, he has this, this website, basically like a hosting website where, if you're interested in being part of it, you basically just put in a little application. He'll put your name up and some pictures of your work and then basically just a link back to your pages. So know. he really is trying to make this hub of just everyone, you know, like not like just blacksmiths and not just woodworkers. Like it's not this divided thing. It's like we're all makers. Anyone who makes something, there's this hub that he's he's working on creating called Empire of Dirt. Um and so that's he has an Instagram now. It's um yeah at Empire underscore of underscore dirt one oh one on Instagram. Um he just started that but I think sometime in the fall, he's going to be uh, really pushing that forward. And he's got a, a, like kind of a small group of makers now that he's going to start it with. And he's just trying to like encourage as many people to be a part of that and just have it like this hub of 
information where you can go and find cool people where you might not necessarily find it. And so he has, he's using his networking. He's using other people's networking to basically like help push everybody together. So it's a, it's a, Cool. it's a super cool thing and it, i think it like i i thought about request um about um recommending it before we talked and then it, i was like well this just works perfectly because chris is like trying yeah. to do this thing that's like super good and just bring everyone together and like just lift everybody up together and he doesn't want he and he even said like i i heard him talking about it on the uh, axe and iron podcast recently he said like it's not his thing it's everyone's thing like he wants it to be everyone's hub you know it's like yeah he's he's the one who's starting and creating it but it's he doesn't want it's not a like a chris cash thing it's like this is an empire of dirt thing and we're all one big group of people who all make stuff and uh so it's cool i like it that sounds awesome all right well man two hours strong daniel this has been super super fun man it's such a blast to talk to you um it's always good to talk to another brother because there's like com- the way conversations go when you have brothers like brother. you, exactly. it fell right in it was great it's um so, true. so uh let let the viewers know where they can find you other than um or just where they find you on on social media or anything like well that. you can find me out in the trees that's where i will always <laughs> be but uh, if, uh, if you can't come and see me in person you can uh follow me on instagram at um donley brothers metalworks and I'm never changing that name. As much as everyone yeah. requests it, I am going to leave it that way. And I have it's the same name for my TikTok and Instagram and all the other stuff. But nice. that's where you can find me. And you know, I'll be out there splitting wood still. I still do it every day. So <laughs> well, for um if for people like for your kind of your own personal business side of things like selling access selling stuff like that do people just find you through instagram for that dude i've tried i've i've been a part of you know how we were talking just talking about empire of dirt free Mm. media that sounds awesome well there was this Mm. company called retool and it was free selling axes and you get 100 percent of the profits and old tools well i no longer have that website (laughs) and everyone who reaches out they're like i just want to build you one your art is just awesome i'm like guys I have, I'm, I never take days off as 365 days will tell you. I don't, (laughs) I don't have time, but now that I have a computer, maybe I'll have a little bit more time to build (laughs) a website. But I have some friends who wanted, who are like, Daniel, you have no idea what you're doing. I'm like, I don't (laughs) like, I have a degree in this. Let me help you. I'm like, that sounds fun. So hopefully (laughs) coming soon, I'll be learning how to do the, uh, the media stuff but in the meantime if you want to buy an axe or just chat and have fun just chat me on instagram i I i'm on there so much it's like painful at times it's good (laughs) makes it makes it easy to find you one spot (laughs) you can just find me there and it's easy and then i post like exclusive content on tiktok of just random stuff i felt like making and sometimes they they reach over if it's like cool enough like i cut up my pants i was like oh it had to be shared i was like it had to it was so cool (laughs) (laughs) nice right but this has been nice i feel honored to be on the podcast oh man such a blast and i was mentioning to Devin earlier like you know our the the podcast has always been like a way for us to kind of just like talk a little bit more and like obviously you know have Devin in- introduced more than because like it's my face on the YouTube channel so like to be able to have Devin talk because he's such a big part of what we do um, and you know it was it's just like it's 
I've always thought of the podcast as just a way to reach a, a kind of exclusive group of people. Um, and like, if it gets huge and keeps growing and growing, that's great. And it has grown over the years, but it has stayed, I'd say in like the grand scheme of podcasts, relatively small, but I know that the people that are listening really appreciate that we're doing it and, and like, like to listen. And we've had so many people say that like, Oh man, it's so great. I love listening to you guys each week, you know, catching up. They know about our family. They know about like things that are happening in our lives. And I think that's fun. And it just helps connect us to, you know, a, a core group of people who are really um, happy to be there. And so we were really happy to have people like that on. And so it's like, it's almost an honor for us to have you on where I know that you've like shouted us out over the years and stuff. And you've been like a, a dedicated follower and listener to what we do. So it's yes, awesome. It's, I appreciate it. I just feel as, as a listener, I can definitely say you have a quality group of a uh, group of people listening not not just nice. tooting my own horn but uh i totally agree <laughs> <laughs> all the best listeners <laughs> all of them you're just the people best like at me. listening <laughs> there's just lots of people like me listening to the podcast <laughs> that's no we, we appreciate you uh go go to youtube and and what you can do you can start the channel if you haven't already and grab that name <laughs> donnelly uh, yeah. metalworks Grab it now before someone else tried. steals it. I did, you the, did. I did that the first day. I tried, and then it added numbers, and I was like, "Oh man!" Uh, I was like, "How did somebody already have this?" And what uh, was funny is it at first convinced me. No, you had it first. No one made one, and then months later they added numbers. I was like, "What happened?" Uh, <laughs> it's like their Instagram got better. So I was like, "All right." So actually, my YouTube is now the uh a new age lumberjack because i was like right. i am i drop trees yeah, and i yeah. taught myself how to do it so why not <laughs> nice we'll see awesome. maybe it'll work itself out and i'll figure out a new age lumberjack Ooh, all right all right check out know. what's it's, going on over there so I, like it. I like it yeah that's cool <laughs> right so uh yeah so everybody you can head over to youtube and check daniel out <laughs> a new age lumberjack we'll check out see what's going over there and encourage him to put up more stuff right because you know we love seeing stuff on over on youtube um and if you guys want to head over to youtube you can follow along with us we have new videos coming out we have a couple videos that we need to shoot really soon including the samurai <laughs> knife maker challenge which is coming out in the uh, beginning of october um so we got some fun ideas for that so we'll be working on that so keep your eye out and we have the uh the laser pecker video which will be coming out as well sometime in the next couple of weeks Devin. <laughs> maybe <laughs> tried to get on today we didn't have uh, access to adobe today so yeah yeah so we're trying uh but Again, we just appreciate everybody watching and listening. Um, if you are over on YouTube, make sure you subscribe and comment and let us know what you think. Uh, let us know things you've made. We'd love to hear about that. And and I, I often will get like messages from people who are like sending pictures and things. And we I absolutely love it because that is one of the main reasons why I do it is because I like to inspire and kind of get people out there doing stuff. So if you are doing stuff, let us know. You can send me a message on Instagram at the art of craftsmanship, and you can also send Devin a message directly at the art of camera guy. Um, and then for those of you who want to support us further, uh, you can always go over to patreon.com forward slash out of craftsmanship and you can support us there. And we have a really solid group of supporters there that we really, really appreciate. Um, and, uh, all that money we get goes right back into the channel. So it's all back into putting stuff out there for you guys. So that's what we do. All right. Well, that is it for now, Daniel. It was truly a pleasure and an honor to have you on, man. Thank you so much. 
Well, thank you for having me, Dustin, and uh, be kind, stay sharp, and uh, don't forget to smile. (laughs) Absolutely. And on that note, thank you guys all so much for listening, and we will talk to you next time.